0: Hey, yo, what's up, guys and gals? If you uh, paid attention all the way to the very end of the show last week, uh, we always kind of talk over the close of the music. Sometimes there's something fun, sometimes there's something cool, but uh, this time you'll find out I uh, tasked Mr. Lott to come up with tonight's guest, and uh, lo and behold, this morning, Nick dropped the bomb on me. We do have a guest lined up for night tonight, Mr. Neil, and I don't know if I'm going to pronounce Kuhlman right. Neil Kuhlman, I've known the name for quite a while, an SSK athlete, a PD athlete, a guy who's been around quite a bit, uh, known his name. Today, we were introduced, and it was uh, really cool because it was like, hey, you're DJ, you're... and we knew each other already without knowing each other's name. super Super good time. We actually limited our interaction today, so uh, I could get a real good chance to get him know, know him on the show. Super cool, super laid back, and uh, great that he came comes on the show. And honestly, the timing is super fucking awesome because I want to talk about Hawaii real quick, man. Hawaii Hawaii is a wonderful place. It's a beautiful island. Many of you have been, many of you have visited, and it is absolutely gorgeous. And one of the things that a lot of us know about uh, Hawaii is Dillingham Airfield is where a lot of the skydiving happens. And as a matter of fact, on Oahu, the, the main island, all the skydiving happens. And uh, man general aviation period is about to lose access to Dillingham Airfield. At the end of, I believe, June 2021, the state of Hawaii is shutting down Dillingham Airfield. To us the skydivers, that's super important. It is a beautiful spot to jump. I've never got to skydive there. I I did spend some time there. I've seen the island. It is gorgeous. But to see it from 13,000 feet in free fall would be something fucking else dude. It's super dope. But it's not just about us skydivers, man. We're birds together. We flock together. There are gliders out there. There are aviators out there basically general aviation's hub of skydiving on oahu is actually there at dillingham airfield all the other airports are a little too big a little too congested the airspace is a little bit crowded and dillingham is that kind of little hidden gem on the island that general aviation knows about but not a lot of the rest of the world go to savedillinghamairfield.org, save dillingham save dillingham Airfield, savedillinghamairfield.org. Just Google Save Dillingham and you'll come up with the website right away. Hit that website, fill out the form, and send it. Right now, the only person or the, the only thing Hawaii state legislators are listening to are the people. They are going to close down this airfield that so many aviators use, including skydivers. And they're going to shut it down unless we speak up and we put that pressure on them. Check out Save Dillingham Airfield. It's a great website, or it's an easy website to use. It's got uh, really easy links to follow. You can fill out this letter way easier than you think. Also, look for the Save Dillingham uh, uh, um, post on Facebook. You'll find it on YouTube as well. USPA has put it on their website. It is an absolutely killer video, about 22-minute long, explaining a little bit about Dillingham Airfield, the skydiving operations, and other operations there. We have so many friends and so many family, uh, so many family members there. Skydivers, you've heard me me say it we come for the jumps we stay for the jumpers it's about the skydivers right now it's a time for us to unite right now it's a time for us to come together show your brothers show your sisters some love show that aloha spirit to hawaiian uh friends and make sure we're out there speaking our voice you may get that skydive in hawaii sometime soon unless you make your voice heard now make a difference guys make a difference gals fucking go to savedillinghamairfield.org i don't care where you're at stop everything you're doing pull over your car and pull open your phone stop your work get on the computer whatever it is savedillinghamairfield.org let's save skydiving let's uh, save this gem of general aviation hawaii enjoy our chat I'm the target of a meat miss with 150 miles an hour plus. That got really <laughs> exciting, all <almost,
1: laughs>
0: so. I'm doing canopy safety. Um, I drive like an Asian, so I don't know if it's the most appropriate thing ever. I'm killing it. You talk! Give me two!
2: You're listening to Gravity Lab Radio, hosted by DJ Marvin and Nicholas Lott. Produced by Justin Grubbs. Have we talked about skydiving the whole time? i really No, no. It, what's happening?
3: My face isn't in the shot. I'm in the That's shot. a shame, is, dude. You is. have that pretty face. <laughs> I
4: had to make sure.
2: Why? So how do
3: you? Oh, look, I can, just. See, no, you did the dumb guy thing. That's, that's usually my move. I saw. I I was looking at it, and I was like, oh, it's mine's not going to come off like
0: that. It's, it's
3: on a clamp. Mine's not going to break just like you told me it was going to.
0: Check it out. Yo, what's up, party people, man? Miss Elsa, Mr. Justin Grubbs can't
2: be here tonight. Instead, uh, we have a couple other guests. Nick, what's going on? Oh, not too much, you know, just having the podcast. You know, I really wish we didn't have to do this part where we pretend to, like, have a show and start the show. So it's always, it's always so fun that we're just like hanging out, having a conversation with friends. Then it's like, we got to, invite the strangers that may yeah. at some point listen to this to, i actually to the
0: show. started recording before you jerked off the uh i mean pulled the uh, okay, okay. Off, <laughs> <laughs> off of the stand <laughs> i don't know
2: if that was a freudian slip or if that was intentional <laughs> i look at adam's hand and i have there imagination you, there you go <laughs> <laughs> so just talking about that pretty face oh god you <laughs> guys are there's making there's me blush stop it. it uh just just to introduce the gentleman here on the couch we've got mr neil coleman mr adam chamberlain joining Woo! the uh joining the party here oh yeah but excited uh, to be here. We were just Except talking about eyes. about your mom. Yeah, yeah cursed, cu- She was upset when you would cuss as a kid. Yeah, so she, yeah. She would swear at you for swearing. Yeah, basically. That doesn't seem like an easy <laughs> argument to win. <laughs> I know. What, uh, what part? Of, what part of New England is she from? Uh, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. How, how thick is her is her accent?
3: Um, I mean it's it's not as bad probably because uh, she hasn't lived there for I don't know how many years. Thirty plus years, but it's st- it's you can still hear it. It's funny, especially when she gets upset.
2: <laughs> God damn it, Adam! God damn it!
3: Yeah, it's funny. Well,
2: did you? Was your mom pretty strict?
3: Um, not too, not too bad, but it, like we grew up in that era where you get soap in your mouth, right? Right. Is yeah, it, that's, that's weird. What, like, yeah.
2: what about you, yeah, Neil? Do you have thing. strict parents? Oh, Me, strict. Mean parents?
4: Uh, not mean, just fair. Uh, same thing. Soap. If I swear, I yeah I have to bite on a bar of soap and <laughs> yeah. then pull it out. So it was behind your teeth dude i have i have, so I have well. such
2: a respect for stern parents yeah. i feel like it's something that's just missing like yeah kids, kids are not afraid of their parents to the way that oh I was yeah t- yeah oh, like, dude my mom i love my mom to death and we have a really good relationship but when i was a kid dude she was mean you did mm-hmm. not mess with mom mom was gonna lay the law down and if you stood up to mom it met your ass dude for <laughs> oh, sure yeah. But man, I just don't feel like uh, like kids are that way. Yeah, we've all been slapped, right? Everybody. Yeah, yeah we, our yeah. generation. Slapped. was, oh, yeah, yeah you would get, uh, you'd get slapped. <laughs> yeah, and there's all this. Uh, a place. Put, yeah, make it make it the wooden spoon. To, to make, yeah, dude, my uh, I yeah. saw my mom break a wooden <laughs> spoon over my, oh, my brother's ass. Same, no <laughs> <joke>. <laughs> we would laugh,
3: and my mom would get even more upset. And so she'd try and find another spirit or something, and hit us. She's like five foot three, five four, something like that. Small I, little
2: thing. I feel like responsible parents, like if you've proven yourself to be a responsible adult, that should give you a free pass to hit your kids when they need it. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, man, you learn as a you gotta learn as a little kid that there are consequences for doing things the wrong way. Or if you yeah. haven't learned that until you're an adult and you experience real life for the first time, man, you'll come apart the first moment that someone's mean to you and oh, the first yeah. moment you experience consequences. Oh, yeah. Fear of a belt, for sure. Yeah, right. dude. <laughs> man, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Neil, what brings you to Texas?
1: Oh, you, you, actually. Get, get, get hey, a little closer to that microphone. You? The women. Yeah. With that
2: thing. You know, yeah. I always, like, I feel like my mustache tickles the... The wild, wild woman. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah, what Dude, I did, not been in the I did not yeah. grow when I showed up here. Huh? You said everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah. I was really hoping <laughs> I was going to hit like a, my 30 year old growth spurt when I showed up <laughs> oh Did Did not Didn't happen.
4: happen. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, you actually, uh, you know, coming to hang out with a fantastic crew here at Spaceland. Hell yeah. And Houston. Yeah, it's an awesome crew. So, I, knowing him, this guy too, made it a little bit easier yeah. to roll into town.
2: He uh, He gave you the inside scoop about what it's like to be here.
4: Yeah, yeah, I called them for some insider trader information. Yeah, nice. Uh, awesome. What's, what's well, going I'm, on.
2: I'm glad uh, investors. Yeah, possibly Poss- you. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I hope I hope someone's giggling about uh, Step Brothers. Yes. Clothes. So, where yeah, were you before you me. before you came to Texas?
4: Uh, I just came from Florida. Florida. I've been down there for a little bit. just yep. doing a little bit of this and that. Nice. So, what, what
2: what did this and that consist of? Uh you know, just a little
4: bit of coaching here, a little bit of testing some canopies with the uh, DRC team. Uh, having fun.
2: I know you told me that you can't tell me can't, very much about that. Can't talk about But it. tell me all about that. Okay, so
4: <laughs> there's a whole bunch of renditions that I can't talk about. Uh, but there's some really cool stuff coming out real soon. That sounds super top secret and super awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they make you sign your life away. So I'm sure you know, if I do say anything, they're going to have lawyers coming after me.
2: Yeah, I would I would. Uh, uh, I would imagine.
4: Probably not. Uh, For, but,
2: wait, what are you guys talking about? Uh, some, some stuff... Uh, PAs, You're not allowed to
4: know Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some, you know, some <laughs> yeah. sh- basic, you know, you basically... You know when you get a super cool
2: parachute, like a brand new Valkyrie? Yeah. Lots of people had to make lots of mistakes in lots of different ways <laughs> so that we could have these cool parachutes.
4: Yeah. Yeah, I'm not test dummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was fun.
2: How many jumps did you get to do for them?
4: Uh, I think I did somewhere, I don't know, about 20, 20, 20, know, 20 25 between three different wings. Nice. Maybe nice. a little bit less. Does uh, it make you feel like a,
2: like a super secret undercover... Ninja parachute researcher?
4: No, I mean, it makes me feel very privileged to be able to have the skill set that they don't didn't have anyone at that kind of level that was open and free to jump some of the more high performance things. So I, I just feel very privileged to be able to kind of have that opportunity and go see some new things that nobody gets to see yet, have an inside look on what's coming up. But you know how PD does a whole lot of very, very rigorous testing before they release anything. So we'll see it in probably a year or two. But there's some awesome things coming out on that side. I'm super excited.
2: Did you get to see anything like behind the scenes at PD? Or is this all just stuff that's happening? Like you're just jumping to the drop zone and they show up with a mystery bag and
4: say, jump this thing. Mystery bags. Cool. Yeah. They didn't tell me anything. They're like, this is a little bit more this way. This is a little bit more that way. Tell us what you think.
2: Yeah, that's super cool. That's a great way to do it. Instead of like planting ideas in your head and have, giving you expectations yeah. that might influence the feedback that you give, it's like, hey, you got a whole bunch of skydives. Go see what this thing's about. Tell us what you
4: think. I had a couple ones that they said it was like this and it turned out being like that. So exactly that. Yeah, they gave me kind of, I don't think intentionally misinformation, but there's so many different renditions of what they're doing. Yeah. Just- what
2: What's a normal parachute that you're flying? Uh,
4: 71 VK hybrid. Nice man, that's yeah. like a good parachute. Yeah, it's good. For, great. I, I love I, that. Thing. I know
2: a guy that has a couple of those. I think I know a couple of guys. I think you're one of them. I got a couple uh, of those, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, I was uh, a pretty late adopter of the of the Valkyrie. I was a Chaos guy for a long time. Oh, I learned, really? I learned on a Chaos. I got a bunch of jumps on a Chaos. And uh, let me shake your hand. I'm happy you're still here, with us. <laughs> dude. I love that. Dude, my right. that Chaos was a great parachute. Dude, it opens really well. It's, I mean you could say it's less responsive in the harness, but you could also say that you get away with way shittier technique doing freestyle stuff, which is exactly why I liked it. (laughs) It's because I didn't have to really stay balanced in my harness to turn that thing backwards and it would keep flying straight. But, uh, yeah, it was a cheap wing. It was easy to, to rag it out and not feel like I had, had lost very much money. But, um, then I had, I had come to the end of the life of a couple chaos canopies and was trying to buy another one. And man, uh, for anyone that does no precision uh precision aerodynamics makes the chaos and mm-hmm. uh, man they were just making it really hard to buy a new parachute from them and it was right around the same time frame that pd came out with the announcement of hey everyone who has valkyries with these serial numbers we're giving away free line sets to fix this uh this this known issue the yeah. and it's like man what what great customer service what an awesome company that's who i want to give my money to and even though it was more expensive than than buying uh the wing that I was on at the time, man, it sure was worth the money. Their services lived up to it. The, the canopies lived up
4: to it. So, Oh, yeah. That thing is in the, the hybrid is insane. What, uh, did you fly a standard one before you had a hybrid? Yeah. Yeah. I, I burnt out a hybrid or a standard one. Put almost 3,000 jumps on. My Dude, one. that's
2: so, like, I can't believe yeah. that they hold up for that long.
4: Well, they get, you'll you'll notice it, but it's, uh, they're great wings. What man. did
2: you notice going out first when you were putting that many jumps uh, on, on that wing?
4: Rears. Yeah. Rears and flares. In the rollout, you just had a lot less pressure. Mm-hmm. You could just feel it uh, getting a little squishy yeah but uh, the hybrid I've put man almost two thousand jumps on my hybrid, or between the two feels still feels almost brand new. Are
2: both of yours the same color scheme?
4: no, I got uh, lucky enough to be able to test one of those that really pretty dice sub uh-huh that beautiful yeah, that's the one bottom that, when skin when I think
2: when I think of your your canopy, that's the one I see in my brain
4: yeah, that thing is amazing and that that even though it's just uh the dice sub there's a slightly different material on that one, so they tell me oh I see uh see dj pulling that up right now dude he's on the gram he's, he's on, on the nice. eyes and uh yeah that that thing is a different beast I, I can't wait till they offer that to everyone uh but then i just have a you know kind of very simple black with blue ribs and uh hk or sorry hybrid vk that is that it actually responds quite a bit differently the this proprietary material they're coming out with uh, it really does hold the airfoil better i feel really yeah uh, this is the dye sublimation stuff yeah it's um dives a bit more aggressively and easier and on rollout it's a bit more ground hungry just feels like it holds the airfoil overall better longer so you get a just a better swoop that's what you
2: want man i hear those nerd words coming out of you you're gonna get dj's attention here real quick you see me leaning in like, hey, Adam. You, you, see that, you see that adoring look on his face oh, he's oh so, yeah he's getting t- that oh, couch oh. is so dreamy right now i just want
4: to, just want to fly longer one better swoop. <laughs>
2: so uh, what, what do you load a, a 71
4: at? I'm actually pretty light. I think I'm uh, just under, I'm at 2.5 or just under sometimes, mm-hmm. depending on how much I ate that day. How much do you weigh? A 155. Man, you are wearing baggy so, stuff. So, so, soaking wet. Oh, yeah. It's it's cold here. What's going on in Texas, Dude, boys? no shadow it was cold today. Jeez. But uh, yeah, no, I'm a pretty light guy. I'm, I'm, I think I'm lucky enough to have an exoskeleton. So I'm kind of tall and lengthy, but I'm surprisingly light. <laughs> But I mean, I I love my wing loading, especially for work. You know, it gives me a lot of range, and uh, yeah. I don't
2: know. Man, you preach into the choir. I I load mine like a, right, right about a two four. Yeah, two, you're a, two, seven, five on a fat guy day. Yeah, you're seventy one yeah, too, 71, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. We were saying that yesterday. Yeah. yeah, I really like. You know, I haven't jumped to sixty seven, but I've heard a lot of people say that they're even more responsive in the harness. And I like to do silly freestyle things under my parachute. That's one of my most favorite things about about skydiving is trying something silly and falling down hopefully safely at the end and so i really like the way that the the 71 is uh really responsive when i need it to be but not not in a twitchy way that keeps me you know being too afraid to try and fly it backwards yeah favorite freestyle trick go he's good hand drag blind man dude that hand drag is so great thank you i am too much of a sissy to try it
4: yeah, I'll get you there. Okay, cool. We got cut. We got we got some time. Man, that's the deal. Yeah, that's I take that one. I got a buddy. I got him in two jumps doing it. Two jumps. Well, we did some air to airs too. Robbie, you know. Oh solid. yeah, yeah. Yeah. He put he put his hand down the first time. Didn't touch nice. grass. Second jump, air to air, hand on the grass. Yeah, it's not that hard. It's just so. D- describe air to air for for someone who doesn't uh-huh. know what that means. Air to air, just in air, under canopy drills. Drills mm-hmm. under canopy, working in close proximity, um, and you know. Whatever but you but want to, throw in to put,
2: paint a picture, you're coaching me as we're flying our parachutes together. Right? Oh,
4: well, I can't tell everybody what I do. <laughs>
2: I mean, I'm just trying to paint the picture of how this sort of coaching looks so that the people who also want to learn super cool freestyle tricks from Neil Coleman want uh, to... Oh, uh, yeah. so, so they can put a, a mental image.
4: A lot of close proximity stuff. Um, working on being able to fly your canopy the way you would doing freestyle moves up in the air when there's no ground involved and you're not going to get us hurt. Um, letting your hand off the wing letting your hand off your toggles, touching wings next to your friends oh, or, and man, flying that's, straight.
2: That's so scary.
4: Yeah, it's it's intimidating and you know, canopy rafts can happen, but that's what we do it at high altitudes and yep. we've got time to recover. So uh, yeah, so a lot of different things, but more or less just practicing everything up high so that when you bring it to the ground, the ground is not a factor. Well, up high, it's not a factor. And when you bring it to the ground, you're far more proficient and you're actually able to harness the input that you have learned how to fly up high, right? So when you get to the ground, now you're not leaning off the ground as much. You're actually flying the wing through all these freestyle tricks. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it just helps Im- trem- tremendously. Uh, it makes you far more precise when you get down When, the when
2: you're practicing a thing like this, do you also practice uh, like inducing speed or doing a turn and feeling the the canopy recover before you do the trick? Or are you just getting used to doing these things in full flight?
4: At first, just full flight if we're doing air to air, side by side it would just be you know flying straight Mm -hmm. working some stuff out after that you know solo stuff you can do it in inducing speed but most of it just uh practicing slow slow and steady and then building up speed as you go do do you
2: mess around with comms at all uh when you're doing any, any coaching
4: i haven't i don't personally have comms i'm waiting to get to that to super ba level and uh have some comms where i can do it but working there they're uh, extremely extremely efficient I, I mean, I've that's got, the way to do it. i've
2: got about 25 jumps using those comms first one being with this guy right here oh, yeah. doing some uh, some test jumps for velocity <sighs> to crazy, to dude. help them uh do the the test jumps for that uh MARD they came out with this this year oh okay and man it is so neat to to be able to chat with people that way it's awesome. like it's uh it, it's a whole new um i mean uh to say it's a new level of communication seems really obvious <laughs> but like just the the ability to coordinate with someone else that you know, that you're flying next to that feels like it would still be really easy to, to visually pick up on everything that's going on and shout if you had to. But man, just being able to have calm, normal conversation in Canopy, like through the exit, through opening, talking through. Like, I remember the first one I was, you know, talking through like my setup and my and my landing and I'm, I'm backwards right now. <laughs> it's like, man, it was super cool to, to, to use them that way. That's next level for but, sure. Uh, it's, like,
4: it's like this. It's just like talking Yeah, it's like just like this. this nice hey.
2: I also made clouds. uh sexual noises while we were doing that which was a really common thing on the podcast for a long time. I don't know I don't know why I stopped doing that. <laughs> it, it, it was. Uh if you want to use them, you
0: know where to get them from Nick, my locker.
2: Cool. Yeah, man, I really like that they Came they they worked really well. Yeah. I would like to find something that's a little bit more profile or low profile and I think that those those new ones are have been coming out. Yep. But uh which ones do you have? 20s? The S20s? Senna. Yep.
4: Oh, the Sennas. Okay. Yeah,
2: I have to look. But the the good thing about it was that they mounted really solidly on the back of the helmet. But the bad thing about it is the in many parts of your parachute, either opening or in flight, or especially if you don't have a removable slider, the button that either you know establishes connection or takes you off of the connection is right behind your head. So if uh-huh. you have a slider back there, you can <laughs> unintentionally uh, end communication with this person you're supposed to be talking to. And uh, it seems like a not great shape to get a line wrapped around. So uh, I would love to have something that was a little bit better shape.
0: I had a man bun for all our
4: test jumps. Oh, yeah, that's it right there. Those are the ones. Keep going. Keep going.
0: Intentionally uh, cutting away. I didn't want my canopy to hit that stupid thing and knock it off. So I literally put a foam block around the back of it, shaved it gaffers taped it to the back of my helmet and it looks like i'm a man bun because that sin is completely protected for the test jumper you, good- you
4: remember the movie alien the big oh, giant yeah. long <laughs> shape of oh yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's how it looked in yeah. the back. it brings brings us flashbacks when we had hair
0: it's not Tuma.
2: Yeah. <laughs> i have hair it's on my face
4: yeah me too <laughs>
2: Man, you guys got team bald guy. We got team. Well, we got team Adam. Beautiful Duh. full head of hair. Hey, look at this, man. And dude. Have I'm a beautiful full I'm, head of dude, hair. Dude, I'm starting to bridge the gap between he, he, full head of hair and bald. Are guy. you dude, thinning? I think he's I went, delusional. Dude, uh, no, for I swear. real. Dude, it's starting in the front. When my hair gets real short, you can see this this weak spot. This is your hair. Your your uh hairline is definitely running back. It
0: is, dude. No, I yeah, it's, it's really. After. I've known you what <laughs> I, ten years. I don't,
2: I don't know if it's the the stress. I don't know if it's just my time. I don't know, man, dude. But it's, she's pulling back. What In about 30s uh, your? Glowing, what about your so. dad? Was his? Yeah, he's dead. Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> no, he, <laughs> so he has no hair then. Okay. <laughs> no, he, uh, his hair lived on. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, no. Uh, he started losing his hair gosh i feel like uh in his 40s i, I saw him thin out pretty good uh, okay but, but he, st- he still That's wasn't lucky. uh bald bald he just his hair had thinned and yeah I mean, he his hair was gray from a really young age like i want to see even like his late 20s his hair started going gray so i always remember him having having gray hair but it just he just looked like a like a mature established gentleman with yeah with gray hair. but uh lucky yeah i think uh, my brother's four years older than me and mm-hmm. I I feel like when he was my age I was like yo homie starting to lose a little bit now, <laughs> now it's you're me there, yeah. my turn yeah I feel like when I met you you had long hair I dude I did this uh someone tagged me in a video the other day where I had long hair like almost like down yeah. to my shoulders it was like jesus when did that <laughs> happen I had the worst long hair I've ever seen anyone have <laughs> because it's like my hair's been short my whole life except for like a year when I was in 7th grade I yeah. like, grew it out once but like i don't like i don't know what to do with it like i I wash it and then it gets crazy frizzy and then i don't know what to put in it like i'm not gonna use a flat iron and product in my hair like i'm just not that sort of person i don't have time for that i don't have patience or desire to do any of that so i just smash it under a beanie and it got disgusting and gross so
3: yeah i rocked the long hair for like two years and i just good with that long hair i got so tired of it I got so tired of being So beautiful. <laughs> I did oh, see a picture of that. It's so hard. So it's So majestic.
2: <laughs> what, uh, what inspired you to chop it back off? You trying to try to fit back in the professional world?
3: No, I I honestly just got sick and tired of it. Um, I well I I didn't really like do anything to maintain it. I, I would wash it like every other week, but just uh, like being in skydiving and having the wind on you, or going in the ocean and surfing, it, I don't know. It just bothered me, so I chopped it. I was scared though because I had it long for like two years and I went and I, I haven't been to like a hairstylist to get a haircut and mm-hmm. I went and I was sweating <laughs> like
4: bad. He's, gonna,
2: he's not going to make me pretty anymore.
4: <laughs> do, do we, DJ, did you ever have long hair? No. Okay. No, yeah, always yeah.
2: short hair. You had long hair back did, in the day? I did, yeah. Right? There's somewhere on yeah.
4: Facebook, there's a down to the nipple hair. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen yeah. it. I mean, for I grew it while I could, man. My whole family on my mom's side was. So I knew it was coming. I was mid mid twenties it started coming. Oh yeah. That's a humbling yeah. experience. I don't
3: think I'll go bald. Sorry guys. Yeah, lucky. If talk. I did, I would rock it.
2: Yeah. I don't know when Life's I'll uh way
4: back there, DJ. When,
2: when I'll, I'll just say, eh I'm over it and, yeah. sh- and just start shaving it. Yeah, God, you've been bald I mean, a long time, huh? There, yeah. yeah. bro. It I was, told you.
0: We were joking around today, uh, just talking first meeting and Made a comment about how old he is and he pulled his hat off and showed me that nice thin head of hair of his. Thank you. And uh I pulled my hat off and I just happened to clean shave to this morning. So it looks it's good. yeah, it's I shave every three to four days.
4: Yeah, I get all crusty and, the crown clown like if I go a couple yeah. more than that, yeah.
0: I uh I have more hair than I think people realize. You've seen me grow my hair out some. I just I don't I've always kept it short. I've never kept it long. At some point I could pull my hair. To the front of my face, like almost to my mouth, is the longest it's ever been. Uh, when I was like in high school or college, I was like, oh, well, holy shit, I got long hair. I need to cut it. Um, I can't, never liked hair. It's it's
2: too much work. Uh, you said it. So, yeah. yeah.
4: Get a buzzer. No yeah, more it's haircuts. Easy, dude. It's easy. You're yeah, you going to be there soon. Don't no, worry. I'll we'll, we'll coach I, you. I, hey, I, I
2: shaved you. my head like that from the time I was, God, I bet I started shaving my head when I was 14 up until I was 25. Dude, what's it called? The gym, uh, the opening photo. You were balder. You had real short buzz hair, didn't you? Oh, yeah, for uh, Chase the Gym, Vitality. Yeah, that's yeah. probably the picture you saw? Yeah. Yeah, dude, I, that was my haircut forever. And the shorter, the better. And I, I, I think that I look less angry with a good haircut. <laughs> I think I look like... <laughs> like I don't know, I looked less approachable with my head shaved, and I guess I just didn't realize that, or maybe just didn't care for a long time. So it's like, yeah, I can have a nice, respectable adult haircut. And now it's like, well, I've had this haircut for a while. Am I going to feel weird shaving my head again and just going back to that? But, Yeah. uh,
4: yeah, I don't know. I definitely feel that's true, though. When you shave your head, you just naturally look like a skinhead.
2: Yeah, You're not even yeah. trying to, you know. It's like, but I mean, I, I don't know. I think if you look like, uh, you know, I've seen plenty of people, like yourself included, who it looks, it's part of your look, you know. It's put together, uh, it matches with with who you are.
4: Thanks. I don't have any other options. So here we go. <laughs> well, I'm, glad, I'm glad it's working for you. Thanks. I uh, thank you for letting me know it works. I'm, I'm, I'm looking. It looks good on that. you. Uh, you look good with that. Oh, the, God, you guys should kiss you. each other. I'm going to scalp <laughs> you when you sleep. <laughs> 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 don't fall asleep over here. These are the wrong people to put on the couch for that. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. <laughs>
2: So, uh, Adam, you had a pretty interesting day today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell me about your last few days.
3: Um, I Well, today I uh, started training in the caravan at Spaceland. So, so
2: what what happened on... Um, and then... what? You, when did you took a, a test? When?
3: Oh, yeah. So I did my uh, CFI check ride. So I'm a so, flight say, instructor Say now. that in English. So what is CFI? I'm is. a flight instructor. So kind of like you skydiving. You're sky <laughs> <laughs> What's, a skydiving instructor. What's
2: the C in CFI? Uh, c- certified certified flight instructor. instructor. Yeah. So now you can teach anyone to to fly an airplane. Yep.
3: So you could take me a uh, single engine. So yeah,
2: but you, I'm only flying, a but within engine. the rules. You could take someone like me who has zero flying yeah. experience in an airplane and show me how to handle it. Get you your private pilot's license. Yeah. You can get me all the way to a private pilot's yeah. license. that's pretty badass. Yeah. How many uh, flight
3: hours has it taken you to get there? Um, well, so my original plan wasn't to get my CFI rating, but because of COVID and whatnot, I uh, I need to do stuff to stimulate my brain. I couldn't just sit there and like be on YouTube all day or Netflix. So I was like, all right, I'm just gonna uh, do that. Kept me busy for the past few months, and yeah. So it's it's uh, I I got my private in 2011, and I was skydiving before that, and I thought I had to like. It, they're both expensive hobbies, right? So. I uh was like, well, I got to pick one path, so I went with skydiving. And uh I took a few years off of flying and I didn't get current flying until 20 end of 2015 or 2016 um out here actually. Alex Pincus got me uh current. Yeah. And then uh I waited another like year or so and then decided to pursue and get my uh, instrument and commercial ratings.
2: So, I, so it's been a few years, yeah. For, for people that don't uh, live or work around airplanes, yeah. what's the difference, uh, like an instrument rating, what does that mean? So
3: that just allows you to fly blind, basically. So in the clouds, there's no reference, of outside visual references. You're just flying solely off the instruments inside the uh,
2: airplane. H- have you done much of that?
3: Yeah, I got about uh s- probably like 75 hours of instrument. You So uh, there's like a certain requirement that you have to get to get your instrument rating Mm -hmm. and then you stay current as well. So kind of like in skydiving, you you have to do a certain, uh, you have to jump every so often, you know, to Mm -hmm. stay current. Same, same thing with that. You got to do a certain amount of approaches every six months to stay current.
2: How how much, like even when you're flying VFR, when you're not on instruments, how much are you looking out the windows? So you're about
3: 80 to 90% outside. And then ten to twenty percent inside. There
2: just, are a lot of buttons and gadgets. Yeah, on that it
3: seems like a lot, but it's really not. It's, it's it. it definitely. It's really intimidating at first, and uh, that, I feel like that's why there's like a big dropout rate. You know, kind of like in skydiving, people, you know, they'll do that first solo jump, and then they're like, man, I don't know if I can do this. There's so much you need to know, and so I, I feel like it's kind of on that level. But it's once you uh, take the time to actually commit and. What not? Then you. It's really not that bad.
2: What What was the hardest part
3: for you? Like the hardest thing to pick up. Um, I'd say landings is probably the most <laughs> difficult, and everyone dude, would probably say that. Yeah,
2: dude, I uh, I feel like I've told this story before. Dalton Swan, you know Dalton. Yeah. Uh, Dalton has a really nice 182. Oh, nice. And uh, he flew us to the Austin uh, iFly before any of the other Texas ones were open. And uh, he let me take the controls in the right seat. F- nice. For, you know, just w- like we're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Dude, I could maintain my altitude or my heading. I couldn't do both. Yeah. That's all. That's it, <laughs> dude. I'm like, oh, dude, I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing. It. And then I look back at the GPS and I'm like 30 degrees off yeah. from where I'm supposed to be going. <laughs> yeah. Not great at it. It's uh, It takes a little bit of time,
3: but uh, I'd say on average, it's probably like... Uh, I don't know, maybe 8 to 15 hours and someone could do their first solo.
2: How, how many skydives did you have before you started flying?
3: Uh, I probably only had a couple hundred skydives and then I got my private and then I decided to just stick with skydiving because it was cheaper.
2: Do you feel like uh, your experience in skydiving and flying a parachute translated at all to flying an airplane? Oh,
3: yeah, definitely. It, it definitely does. So if you were, yeah, it, if someone was a skydiver, and they wanted to get their pilot's license it's it's going to translate for sure they'll they'll understand the aerodynamics a little bit more than someone just you know coming off the streets that's sh- just got like an office gig and isn't doesn't really do anything like that
2: you know those action movies where the pilot dies and they have to grab someone who's just a passenger on the airplane to land the airplane that's a dream of mine
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it is
2: for any pilot like when i'm
3: in the when i'm in the caravan or the otter and I'm doing a tandem or shooting a video or doing an STP jump. I'm dreaming like, man. I wish die. our pilot go, would just how,
2: die right now. How so crazy would it be the
3: if, they, if the pilot just got stung by a bee and passed out and I had to go up oh, there and man. save the day and just land the airplane? God, you would be That'd such be so a hero, cool. dude. I
2: know, awesome. right? Man, That would be awesome. I'd be waiting there to give you a smooch on the ground. <laughs> oh, Adam Chamberlain, <laughs> you're my hero. But uh, I'm pretty sure that's
3: every pilot's dream for sure.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and how many, how many hours did you have before you did that first solo?
3: Um, I think I had twelve or thirteen hours, and then I did my uh, first solo. It was crazy. Like yeah, you, you, I remember it like it was yesterday. We uh, came in, I landed, we started taxiing back to the hangar, and uh, my instructor's like, "All right, st- stop the airplane." I was like, "Okay." So we stop, and he just takes his seatbelt off and gets out, and he's like you're gonna go and do a few laps in the pattern and i was like are you sure like i don't know if i'm ready like this I is been, crazy i would have been happier if he was just like
2: bring it back in one piece bitch <laughs> <laughs> it just dipped yeah
3: <laughs> but yeah and then i went and uh did a few laps in the pattern
2: and came back down i was like wow okay that wasn't that bad so t- talk me funny. through a landing how many different things are you uh checking in on in your mind um
3: well, it depends, I guess, on what phase of it. I mean, really, you're All just right. trying okay. to maintain here, here we your airspeed. I, I,
2: I've spotted the runway. Yeah. I'm uh, about to start my uh, my left-hand pattern. I'm about to enter my downwind. Yeah, so you're slowing. You're pulling the power
3: back. You're slowing your speed down, getting in flat. Just, I guess there's a lot going on, depending on what plane you're flying. Um, what, where do you have your mo- the most of your hours and what plane? Oh, 172.
2: That's we're in like a one, trainer. We're plane, in the yeah. 172. Talk me through it.
3: Alright, so you come, you're on your downwind, you're a beam. What, you're that what, are, my hand,
2: what are my hands doing? You, you just got
3: one <laughs> hand on the yoke. Right? One hand so on the yoke. your left okay. hand and your right hand's on the throttle, alright? Okay, where's the throttle? Right there. You got it where here your we hands
2: out right there. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I wasn't sure if, what, what am I doing up here? Are these my flaps? It's There's a nothing knob nothing up there. there. There's, There's nothing up there. Okay, I'm not in the otter. I got you. Knob on the dashboard. Okay. Yeah, just
3: a little knob right there. Okay, here we go. Alright, so you're going to make sure you're getting to about 90 i've just knots. lost pull power back. all right perfect <laughs> no, <We're okay>.
2: gonna, <laughs> 90 knots
3: yeah 90 okay. knots pull that power back to about like 1500 uh rpm and uh you'll get into flap range put your first notch of flaps down and then you're just starting a nice descent but when you say get into flap range so if,
2: y- if i put the flaps on when i'm going too fast
3: you could potentially damage the
2: the flaps okay so yeah you got to make sure you're at a, below a certain airspeed so is- I got to slow down my airspeed before I can put it in the flaps to slow me down more. Yep. Okay, we're stepping it down. Yep, you got first, it. First notch of flaps. First notch of flaps. We're starting that descent.
3: And then we picked where we're going to land so on the runway. So you always want to pick a point. Like I'm going to touch down on, on the, we'll, we'll call it the numbers, all right? There's always big numbers on the runway. Mm-hmm. It's the heading of the runway. So you're going to pick that. And then you're going to just kind of keep flying parallel with the... Uh, with the runway and you're just going to watch it till it gets to about your uh, 45 degree angle. So
2: this is a good question. Yep. I mean, maybe I'm being obvious with the question. Why do uh, most airports want you to do a left hand pattern? Um, uh, well, because you're usually sitting in the left seat.
3: So you're able to see the runway there the whole time. Um, there are some.
2: Uh, that, that's what I was hoping to yeah, say. Sense. I thought yeah. that I had put that together. But there I, are
3: some airports where you do a right pattern, and it's usually just for noise abatement. Um, there's a residential neighborhood over on the other side,
2: and but if I'm in the left hand seat, the the normal seat in, of the pilot in the airplane, now I can look out my window and I can and actually you see have the a better view the whole time as yeah. I'm flying my downwind leg. Right. Okay, I'm on my downwind. You're on your downwind, like, like skydiving. S- less. Yep. I got my one, one uh one notch flaps. Yeah, it's kinda like a skydiving. So you so we we start at a thousand
3: feet on our downwind above the um above the ground, right? And then you start your base leg, you're about forty five degrees off. Yep, you're gonna do that left turn, perfect. But what am on I doing with the, l- What am I doing with the throttle right now? Uh, well, you're, you can keep it right there where it's at. 15 am I, am You can pull it back a little. Am maybe. I looking
2: <laughs> at any instruments?
3: we <laughs> are keeping those eyes out there, but you glance and
2: check your airspeed. <laughs> I feel like these are good questions. What's so funny? Yeah.
4: You're doing great. It's all in the hips you are <laughs> make a great pilot out uh, there, for real.
2: You son of a bitch, you I'm took Chubb's hand. I'm trying to learn, dude. I might have Adam take me on a Discovery flight. We you can know. do that.
4: I'm getting lessons from this
2: guy. That'd so. be cool. I, you two will go on a Discovery something. I'm sure of that. <laughs> God, <laughs> can we do it at sunset? Hell yeah. Can, wait a minute. we talk about the flight still? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can we do it on the plane? Yes. Fly yes. on the plane? That's yes. what I mean? You perverts, I don't know what you guys were thinking. Okay, <laughs> here we go. I'm on my base leg. I've descended yep. to six hundred feet. I'm turning left onto base. Perfect. So add in another notch of flaps. We will go to twenty degrees of flaps now. Okay.
3: So we wanna that, be coming we wanna come in as slow as we can. Every notch is ten degrees. Uh typically. That's but pretty standard. Yeah. Thing. Yep. And what the, what's like full flaps? Full flaps on a one hundred seventy two, depending on like a newer one is thirty degrees. Okay. Yep. Okay, so, we're, we're so you do 20 degrees Two-thirds of the way there on flaps, so on the yep. base, okay. Yep, you're slowing the airspeed down, so you might have to pull your power back just a little bit, maybe bring it back to like 1,300, maybe 1,200. And we're slowing your airspeed down too. So you you started at 90, you put those flaps in, and you should probably be at about 80 on your base leg. Try Eight, and get to about 80 knots 70, on my base 75. Leg. Trying to slow her down on your base yeah 70 75 on your base
2: so when you're dealing with these rpms like in, in my car yeah. i know when i'm starting to get to like three thousand rpms yeah do you feel like you get that same connection with it with the airplane like do you feel yeah you can feel hear, that hear thrust sound.
3: yeah and yeah you can feel it if you if i push on the throttle i'm gonna feel that thrust and i'm gonna
2: accelerate right god i want to feel your thrust <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> dj what did you bring me into <laughs> it's just it's just a friendly bromance, right? okay? I like it. I like it. <laughs> Look at that smile. You were thinking it too. Uh, <laughs> so at any point do you give up your visual of the runway?
3: Um I mean you you want to have you want to have the runway in sight the whole time. Okay. Um so typically no. You should have it and you should have it there the whole time on H- a normal you,
2: approach. Have you flown an airplane that requires you to lower the landing gear?
3: Yes. You have to uh, to get your, well, it's called a complex endorsement. So basically to be a commercial pilot, you need a complex and endorsement.
2: And how many times do you check that the landing gear is down?
3: There's a checklist that you use for sure. So you always back everything up with a checklist. Um, but uh, yeah, because definitely you... you because uh, you're the head of the department of the redundancy department. <laughs> exactly. That's all, what flying is <laughs> all about, redundancy. Um, But, uh, yeah, you you definitely, even on short final when I'm coming in, I'll check that gear make sure it's down as well because that would just be really embarrassing to belly in a plane.
0: Oh, God. (laughs) I've had a pilot in Indiana do that. Dude, you used to work in Indiana. I've worked at a lot of places. You know Billy Doherty. Oh Billy. Billy says hi at the beginning of the show to you. Uh Billy and I have done is tons he, of drugs together. Is Billy I thought, <laughs> I thought we weren't talking about drugs? I'm talking about my history, not my current state of mind. That's fair. Okay. History's <laughs> no, great. Billy and I have partied together way more than we probably oh, should have. Billy's in
4: life. Billy's a great human. Yeah. You tell him I, Billy, Billy, I love you. Billy I had so much fun with this summer. You're, you're a piece of crap, buddy. Yeah. Billy, you're no, best.
0: Billy. Uh, if you ever saw Billy go away and call somebody when he got angry on the DZ or was frustrated, it was probably me. Oh uh, yeah. He teases and jokes and calls me his Jiminy Cricket. Billy is absolutely one of my closest friends. He is a homie. He's a brother to me. He, I, I love the kid to death. Man, what a small world. You know, uh, you know the drama he's been through in his last bit of life. Yep, they more recent. And uh, I was, uh, I was one of the few people who stayed in touch with him through that process. Wrote letters to him while he was he was in jail. I'd openly say, "I'm sorry, Billy, if I threw you under the bus." Love you, buddy. He's um right. but no nah, i just support him he's my brother right he's and great, yeah. uh it, it's good to hear uh dude, I, I love him he, yeah he listens to the show just because he's a piece of shit
4: though uh, well it's funny <laughs> actually this year when i first got there and started working with him he was one of the the older guys there you know well <laughs> Billy, old, you're old. My, my age you know older older guys in the drop zone so still packing and i'm i started as a packer too yeah. in the sport so i was like what are you what are you doing like you're, would you have he's like this is all i've ever known I'm like, oh, my brother in arms, like one of the few guys, it's like, yeah, this I, I, don't, I know how to do a few other things, but this is like, this is all, this is what I love doing. So yeah, he's, Billy's great, man. Dude, he's doing good, man. Yeah, the, good to the, hear.
0: The off time from the season, uh, getting away from the drop zone was healthy for him and uh, he's doing even better than when you last saw him. Oh, that's good to hear. Dude, he is emotionally in a strong place. He's doing really well. We'll talk about him later on. Yeah,
4: hey, did he tell you about his dad in Costa Rica? Yeah, I know oh. Bob's
0: a good friend. Oh. I used to work for Bob. I worked for Bob for four years. Oh, okay. So I have some Indiana roots when it comes to skydiving work. Oh, really? So Billy and I, uh, back to what I said, we partied way too much together. Yeah, imagine working eight months straight a year and then having four months off, and you did 1,000 jumps in those eight months. It's a lot of cocaine, bro. Well,
4: yeah. Uh. <laughs> The early days of skydiving were very, very uh, profitable.
0: I was young and dumb, oh, man. so I, I blew some bracelets up. Um, so now I'm on final, and I'm at 30 degrees I'm of flap. That was I'm at 1,200 RPM, and my airspeed is brought down a yeah, little bit. So you're, Call the ball. Help me shut her down, Adam.
3: Help me <laughs> shut her down. Roger,
2: ball. <laughs> we got off
3: the kit. No, yeah, course, you got a nice there. descent rate, 30 degrees of flaps. You're coming in at 60, 65 knots. And then uh, kind of like jump a flare on speed with a, on a parachute. Yeah, kind of like a parachute. You... Uh, you a little flare you know so you pull yeah, on power. the strings you pull on the strings and, you and then sh- you land <laughs> you run <laughs> talk me through flaring the airplane yeah, do you just power back because oh, it's or? just uh, kind of like energy management like when you guys are swooping you go to your rears okay. and you're holding on to your rears until that airspeed's bleeding off and then now i need to go to my toggles to finish it off right and it's pretty much a smooth landing it's it's the same thing but i'm just pulling back on the yoke so okay. i'm holding it like staying in what's called like ground effect and just bleeding off that airspeed and then I just slowly pull them back on the yoke there until I I'm basically at stall speed and I just touch down the main wheels nice and tight I
0: Landing an airplane, sorry, you said it's one of the hardest things to do. Yeah, I'll tell is. you, said and done, it's less intimidating than you realize. I've landed a few airplanes. I've yeah. grown up in airports. Uh, by the way, you don't get ground effect on your parachute. Whoever just said that listening to the show, go fuck yourself. Sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> you get a
4: hard enough swoop, you get a little bit. But Nick, yeah, I think we can do it. Let's go get a plane. <laughs> we can do uh, this stuff. I
2: feel, I feel like I land that plane right now. Dude, I've, you I've actually, could. I yeah, bet that, I would let you. That's how good of an instructor Adam Chamberlain is. <laughs> Dude, you did not even name him in the plane. He talked you through it so well. Yeah, yeah, you just,
3: yeah, you'll get in it.
2: We'll we'll get on that Bluetooth that yeah, you guys are talking about. Tell, tell me to take it for a couple of laps, dude. Yeah. Take your seatbelt yeah. off. Get out. No, bring it back in one this piece. This is <laughs> this is your airplane. Yeah. How, oh, I wanted to ask how how long does it take you to develop that boring pilot voice that everyone uses? Oh, it's so uh, I don't I don't think he I really have I don't
3: it. I don't really think I have that like pilot voice or like Let, like I, I don't, know how, do I yeah, I don't know how they do it. I just talk how I normally
2: talk. This is Charlie Delta. Oh, okay. <laughs>
3: that, whatever. I, I feel like you don't hear too many people talking like that. There was actually one guy when I was doing uh, my CFI training out here in Pearland and I'd hear him on the radio every now and then. And uh, he sounded he sounded like a robot, like, like that
0: perfect voice, uh, pilot voice that you would think of. I do what Eric Boyd yeah. does. I, when I game a lot of gaming chat, I do the same thing. I turn into a hick. Hey fellers, oh, this nice. is Janky Alpha
2: Bravo. I just
0: I would sound like the most inbred yeah. redneck on the radio, dude. You ever listen to Eric on the radio? He's my
2: favorite person to hear on the radio. <laughs>
0: if you're, he's have, just have you, having a good old time. Oh, he's an idiot on the radio in the funnest way. He, nice. He is having fun. He's having a good. You smile when you hear him make his calls. Yeah, that's I, awesome. I
2: only hear the stuff that he sends on uh, on our uh, channel. Oh, okay, so I don't I don't hear how he talking to air traffic control or other airplanes or any of that but man i mean i'm sure he's friendly with them for sure i bet um yeah but no he's he's having a great time uh nice he's he's always having fun man he's he's one of my very favorite people like when when he's he's got some he's got you know a really high level of jumps i think he's got ten thousand skydives yeah Mm -hmm. so he knows the information that that we all want well we're well we're back there exactly and he does a really good job of staying calm being helpful and uh Having a good time, he interacts with customers. Like you'll yeah. always see him looking back over the He's seat. He's awesome about that. See him, you know. Th- One of my favorite things <laughs> is uh, after th- after someone sings "Happy Birthday," yeah. we have a couple pilots that'll just climb a little bit. and You feel them push the nose down, yeah. And you see every tandem student's eyeballs and go, any Woo! person who's even remotely yeah. new to the drop zone or disguise You see their eyes light up like we're about to have a plane crash. Oh yeah! <laughs> but man, that's
3: super fun. That's awesome. I like. uh, We'll we'll get on the plane. Like I'll usually, I kind of like to sit in the back of the plane when I'm doing tandems. And whenever there's like a girl that's wearing a lot of perfume, and and uh, Eric's flying, he'll just look up and be like, "Ooh, that smells good. One of you girls smells good," or something like that. It Just, <laughs> <laughs> it
2: just gets me going, that's dude. It's awesome. so funny. Um, so uh, that was a really long way to lead into the conversation about. Tell me what you did today.
3: Oh yeah. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> I didn't really do much to be honest because. I showed up uh, this morning in the seat in the the co-pilot seat in the caravan was turned around so we got it flipped back
2: the right way but so the, when we say it's turned around it's like it's in line with the the with regular bench with the benches yeah right, so it, it kind of adds an extra seat to the exactly. caravan if we're looking at what it does for jumpers yeah runs.
3: and that's what I mean most jump planes they set it up they set them up that way mm-hmm. um, so, so we that's turned that's it around but there is no yoke in the uh we, couldn't, we didn't have a yoke. I think. Did I you think climb it's in, in and Dallas. ask Jorge if
2: he was playing a yoke on you? <laughs> <laughs> <God> damn it. <laughs> uh, so I, I sat... turned my microphone.
3: <laughs> oh, that was great. that's great. That's all right. I sat in the airplane in the right seat for like, I don't know, what did we do? 14 loads? 16 loads. 16 loads. loads. Damn.
4: God damn. You were there the whole day? Yeah. Wow. I just saw Sitting it in right the, seat. Midday.
3: Wow. But uh, hopefully, I, Trent said uh, he was going to have the yoke sent to... Houston ASAP. So I don't know if it'll be here tomorrow or this weekend or wh- what that means, but usually he's pretty much on that.
2: So yeah, he's definitely on it. Yeah. December
0: 17th, and we flew 16 ethane loads. It was crazy today. today. Yeah. yeah. It
2: was a beautiful day today, though. Yeah. It's great. Dude, we flew multiple back to back hot loads.
0: I was coaching, be yeah. uh, coaching, and I can't believe uh, Alex got 10 jumps in and we yeah. started. We met at like 9 30. Dude, what a beautiful day.
2: Yeah, it was great. Yeah so when you're in that plane and your hands aren't on the controls what are you what are you looking at what are you doing what are you learning what are you taking in on a uh, your phone
3: basically uh, so like the start procedures because this is uh, like a turbine engine so it's a little different than like a reciprocating like piston engine like in a 172 the start procedures so uh, going over those going over um, just kind of any type of uh, emergencies and then uh, basically what the, what the settings need to be, like the temps and whatnot um, for power settings and all that. Um, that was basically it, yeah. How much uh, like book work do you have to do before you're even riding in the right seat? Of the caravan? Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, every every airplane has what's called like a, a pilot's operating handbook, um, kind of like how cars have a little manual in them. Mm-hmm. but. Uh, An aircraft manual is a lot more extensive, and it goes over basically everything in detail, the speeds and um, everything, any emergencies. So you want to look over that, and uh, you can, yeah, there's not like a real protocol on it, but uh, yeah, you definitely need to make sure you look over all of that.
2: How how long does it take you to feel... Like, did you at any point today feel like you were oriented in, in that plane and belonged in that seat and weren't uh, worried about, like, memorizing all these different gauges and, and yeah, numbers? Yeah, I felt comfortable for
3: sure. It's, I mean, and that type of airplane is kind of just like a big 172 in a sense. Um, so it's going to fly pretty, I mean, pretty similar. The speeds are going to be different, but um, they're not, like, that big of a difference where you're... I mean, you want to make sure you're hitting those speeds and not at 172 speeds. But, yeah, it's pretty... I've, I've, I feel I feel good about it. I'm excited.
2: Have you flown jumpers in a smaller airplane before? No. No, not at all? No. Did you... I guess you, without your hands on the controls, you're probably not noticing... Uh, like, just being in that seat, are you noticing smaller differences about what's happening when people are climbing out than maybe you've noticed as a yeah, jumper? Yeah,
3: well, I've... So, I've flown... Uh, like I've sat right seat before, before I had like my commercial, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the jump pilot like let me take the controls and everything and fly okay. jump run and all that. So I got like a feel for that. And yeah, you can definitely feel it. I mean, the CG's changing. If a lot of people are going towards the tail, and you really have to make sure you you know what you're doing, or else you you could stall the plane and put
0: it in a spin and you have ever, a bad day. You ever sit right? You've sat right seat on a plane ride? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not a ton of times. So Watch cool. the yoke on jump run like yeah. seriously it's busy it's, yeah
3: it's very busy you're on the rudder pedals you're on the yoke yeah you're yeah. definitely especially have you uh, it.
0: have you had the yoke on the otter uh yeah It's it, it seems like it's busier um I've not actually had the yoke on the caravan yeah but I've watched it but on the otter I've just been on hands with rabbit or somebody else yeah just seeing what's going on and Heath has had me a little bit further I'm like oh, Jesus Christ yeah whatever we're doing you're doing the opposite aren't you like, <laughs> pretty
3: much <laughs> yeah so it becomes second nature I feel like uh, sure
0: yeah. Like so, anything.
2: Yeah. Man, I, I I cannot let this conversation Hang get Hang on. I know away. where you're going. Both of you guys spend a significant amount of time in Hawaii. Yeah. Uh, what, is that where we're going? I bet you DJ wants to talk about the situation at oh, the Airfield. Is, oh, okay. is that where you were going? Okay. Wait, are you? <laughs> <laughs> is that no, I, I was just. I was. You I knew are, that that was a conversation that DJ. Really Do you have like a family
3: into. member or something that was from Hawaii? Or, no, or went okay. high school there. Oh, that's what it was. That was school military. there. Yeah, you 9, were 10th, 11th in eleventh grade. Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah wow. a little, You're, I'm a
0: little Wow. Yeah. Where? where what oh, wait. You were Oahu. on the east side, right? Oahu. Oahu uh, Dow is Kaneway Marine Corps Air Station. We technically did in Kailua, and I went to high school in Kane'ohe. Nice, beautiful area over there. Yeah, man, that's a great area. On the Kane'ohe Highway which tells you I actually live there at some point because you can say that fucking highway's name. Congratulations. Say it, say it again. Kaniane Ole Highway. Did I is remember it right? H,
4: is that the H3? No, no. No, oh, is that the highway that goes next to it? It's
0: the the it's one the with one. the tunnel? It, no, no uh, H3 goes by it. It, it actually wraps around uh, from the windward side up the... East side of the North Shore, and I think it wraps around. i can't remember if remember frames to the west side of the North Shore or not, but I think uh, okay.
4: We've been on it. We've been on all of them. Don. We've been yeah. on <laughs> all, <areas>. yeah, <laughs> all of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if
0: you're uh, uh the Kolau Mountains, the road that's at the very base of the Kolau Mountains okay. on the Windward side yep. that travels east and west, that is Kaniʻōʻu Highway. Uh, okay, man, I can't say it now. Highway. So, do you Mahalo, miss it, dude. Do you- Mahalo, dude? Mahalo,
3: dude. <laughs> do you miss
4: it? Do you miss it?
3: Yeah, I miss it. Um, I mean. I feel like I would have probably still been out there, um, but obviously COVID has impacted,
2: you know, the world. Yeah, and uh, you guys both have friends out there still, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what what's tourism like in Hawaii right now? Do you guys know? It's pretty dead. I hear
4: there's some, you know, is
2: there. it dead or does it just have a, a, a it have flu-like symptoms? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> uh for, it's open from what are we here they're, they're actually jumping pretty steadily yeah they're they're open yeah
3: three to four days a week right no. now and uh it's i mean it's not like it was it's uh japanese tourism is huge there and that was like why'd you point really at me huge. and stare at me as you said it i thought you were japanese <laughs> so you are being <laughs> racist i am so that's fair <laughs>
2: Both being racist and accurate. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> so I thought it was more Chinese tourism there like on, in a regular year. Is that not true?
4: A Korean, Japanese. Korean maybe? and Japanese yeah. for
2: the
3: most part in Hawaii. Uh,
4: Chinese is a small ch- chunk, yeah. but a lot
2: of Japanese. Yeah. How do you tell me to keep my legs up in Japanese?
4: Uh, uh, you did that more than I did. To...
2: I don't remember. I think I remember in Chinese. Well, now uh, I'm Japanese and I have broken
3: legs. Thanks a lot. Man. You're welcome. Um, um, <laughs> I knew it. No, they did I don't I do don't,
4: I don't know. I'm not Ashi- going to lie. Ashigete. There you go. Oh, ashi-gete, ashigete Tate yeah, yeah, yeah. was stand up. Yeah. How do I remember this? I do not even do tandems out there. I, th- I don't remember. Because you when you were yeah, the watching them on
0: final, you hear it nonstop.
4: Yeah. Ashigete
0: Tate.
3: Honestly, I never even really had to tell them. They just know. You see the ground coming and they... For the most part, they're going to pick them up. That's
0: funny because cornbread Midwestern fat dudes don't.
4: They don't get it. They just put
2: them down and break them. Yeah. yeah. People in Texas are not,
4: uh, yeah. not as with it. <laughs> Yeehaw. That's she... oh, fun.
0: Because yeah. us Asians, we're smart. We know how to pick up our legs. We karate kick the ground. Yeah. You okay. guys are uh, really
2: uh, great at driving, too, I've heard. Dude, the steering <laughs>
0: wheel is a crosshair. <laughs> and you almost drew this. Oh, hello, America.
4: <laughs> Japanese were the best out there, though. They were the funnest. Yeah, they're people. great. and I mean, the Koreans, too, were very, very Full happy, of energy. Quiet.
3: Peace. The Japanese are full of energy. Man. Yeah. They are. Always they're skaggling. super pumped and stoked, yeah, on skydiving. It's like, it's kind of like how Americans are about it, like just really pumped and getting crazy and with all their friends and they're just talking in Japanese and we're just having a good time with them. It's pretty cool, yeah. yeah. They got that, su- that strong selfie game, don't they? Oh, yeah. Uh, i think like that's more the chinese
4: but yeah the chinese and the koreans for sure yeah. yeah the selfie sticks yeah 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 but uh japanese had a bit more respect overall i think for for most things i like love the bit. way Definitely. you guys are
0: talking about my people yeah, they're the great people man I've, they are great yeah. that
4: was actually the first time i've ever been immersed in such so much of that culture and it was a huge eye-opener to the just the differences between the the few yeah yeah
2: you guys both worked for pacific right correct yep. uh is it still just pacific and skydive hawaii did, yes did, did oahu or uh, oahu make a comeback after the, uh, the plane no, no
4: there no nothing that was it yeah they came and demolished that whole pro- the whole bit of property that's all gone yeah well well i mean it was just a house there but it's not now? the uh, sugar mill
3: oh yeah you're well he yeah. took his yeah he took
4: his loft yeah. Did you take the house too?
3: Oh no! I think it was yeah,
4: just that loft. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they wiped out the house. They, yeah. They were not happy about that, which I think that was the straw that broke the back. I think back so. Yeah. Everything that's happening now.
2: What I'm, I didn't catch that last. What What was this final straw? The uh, king, the, crash. The, king yeah. of the crash. Okay.
3: Yeah, that,
4: yeah, yeah. that's Super unfortunate. That's really yeah. Sad. Super just, sad. There's been a yeah yeah. We all had a lot of friends on there.
3: I sh- I actually I wasn't I wasn't there when it happened. I showed
2: up a couple months after it happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's a bummer, man. But is. Uh, when things get real in skydiving; mean, they get real pretty quick. Yeah, mm-hmm.
4: and sadly, I uh, would really love for that place to stay up for a while longer. Whoever's listening, yeah, sends Dillingham
3: is—it's beautiful, so beautiful, I coolest know. drop zone, coolest airport. Like, yeah, you're right there on the on the water. Um, right now is whale season so they're taking off right now in the caravan and you can see whales
4: just breaching like forgot about that. it is so beautiful yeah it's unbelievable and yeah. not to mention all the air sports that happen on that yeah that drop zone there's right across the street there's so much kite surfing and uh then what, what there's
3: hang gliding there the hang gliding um operation. or uh what else is there
4: uh well the trikes the powered. that's tr- yeah powered hang gliders yeah, there's skydiving nonstop. There's a flight school there. Uh, there's speed flying on the backside of that whole mountain. Yeah, it, it's it. There's beautiful
0: defi-
3: hiking trails there. It's some. It's power pretty there.
4: cool there. Yeah,
0: I told you I, I, today we were talking and I mentioned the uh, video USPA put out. Did you get a chance to watch I, it? I got
4: a chance to watch a little bit of it because I actually got put on the board today here at, at Space Lane Houston. So uh, yeah, I started doing watching doing your first it.
0: work jumps. What's up? Yoo-hoo. Oh, before I forget, Monday you'll be in AC with Rabbit. Have oh, fun. Cool. who said that rabbit oh cool nice <laughs> what's up rabbit i'm excited rabbit says let's go get uh ac on monday so you, i think go get ac oh, okay and so there's gonna be some flying time it's i don't in know dallas uh, let, sure, let let maybe? me fly with adam he'll go back to skydiving skydiving just wait and see uh, okay. is that <laughs> rabbit yeah, oh god rabbit, so, um <laughs> um
3: i think it's cool that i get to learn through these awesome pilots that have been doing it for a long time rabbit
0: right? no what? Oh, no, I'm dot uh, Savedillinghamairfield.org is a website you need to go to. dot Savedillinghamairfield.org. Uh, it's they, they made it super easy. This is a website. Um, uh, you click on Skydiver as one of your options. When you click on Skydiver, you fill out your name, your address, uh, just a couple pertinent things, email address. And then it's already a pre-generated letter that somebody's written. And actually people at USPA have written this letter to help people understand what's going on um, and what how uh, dealing is important to the world. And click I'm not a robot and send this email. Yes. My, write my full name. Write my email address. Write my address, my zip code click I'm not a robot send this email now please people do this Damn. Um, I think that 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 video that we talked about really does a good job because it's produced by USPA and it really uh, it, it favors skydiving but it does a good job explaining that Dillingham is a gem of general aviation and I think that's the exact words they use of general aviation on Oahu because of airspaces and big airports in Oahu yeah. there's a huge limit to what other GA exists general aviation um, so, uh, I, I know uh, some friends moved there, uh, Reno and... Uh, Randy and Reno. You, Randy and yeah, you, Reno, yeah. yeah. And yeah. those guys. They're Totally also. uprooted their lives, man. Totally changed yeah. their lives to move there and, and basically retire to Hawaii. And they're in the video talk about, you can't really retire to Hawaii because um, I'm working retiring to Hawaii, but that's how I want to retire. Right. They uh, have a beautiful 182 right. out there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there are so many of our friends who are going to be displaced uh, skydiving is not going to be allowed on this Island because where else do you skydive on Oahu?
4: There's really no, other there's place. nowhere else because I mean, of can, airspace really renegade a couple spots, but you probably yeah. need a helicopter. Let's go jump on the spot. military base tough. and yeah. get shot
0: down by
3: fighter jets. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a blaze of glory. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, it's
3: the uh, glider operation has nowhere else to operate because yeah. of the trade winds off of the mountain there and how, just how it's all set up.
4: Um, you guys know the history from Pearl Harbor there too, right? Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No. That's where my grandfathers met. Uh, that the white one and the Japanese one there were two airports that one included and you know the one right outside of uh, the beginner surf spot right outside of mm-hmm. yeah yeah that old airstrip it's yeah, totally covered we rode our bikes mm-hmm. on there yeah, oh yeah, yeah we yeah. were there together oh yeah. good y'all yeah. Mahala <laughs> <Yeah>. did <laughs> Mahala uh, so that airstrip that's covered and uh, and Dillyham were the two two airports where they actually got P-52 Mustangs off for yeah. to fight back for Pearl Harbor so there's not only so much it, history yeah. It's, yeah the history yeah. there is and so you can see all the old uh, foundations from the military buildings that were there when you go up, it's it a it's a great place. I hope it's beautiful. It. I hope it stays open. Yeah, yeah. It, it needs be, to. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's got to, man. It, I, it does. Yeah, it's a beautiful island that I've only seen from an airplane. You know, leaving or coming, traveling. I, I've never got to skydive over the island and jumpers man uh, almost every jumper i know says i'd love to go skydive in hawaii one day there's two that's a huge dream man if you guys and gals ever wanted to make a difference if you ever wanted to be part of this community and, and you all talk about your sky fam and i love everybody who says that i don't believe everybody understands the word sometimes this is the time to be that sky family this is that time to come together to unite to help these brothers and sisters there are people who have made their lives out of wahu tom sanders yeah dude tom has tom, tom's life has evolved around there there's so many other people and forget my dream of skydiving on oahu forget the dream of, of, of the tourists and think about just our brothers and sisters i mean you guys are stuck with us congratulations <laughs> in, in part due to covid but in part june yeah. 20 june 2021 uh the state of hawaii is shutting it down
4: yep they're gonna demo yeah everything from yeah. what i heard it's sad it's mostly just because of uh, other poor management i think is 100 yeah and you know, there's a whole lot of opportunity for the state to make money there that no one's really been overseeing, and now they just they see it as more of a hassle than they do. But there's so much opportunity if, if it wouldn't be that difficult. But we we know most of the state, a lot of it is too much work. Yeah, <laughs> so, everything's too much work in that state. Uh, yeah. It can be, but uh, man, it's
2: definitely a laid back vibe there. Oh yeah, I think I have the my shoes
4: vibe. off. I, still <laughs> the, I showed
2: up there.
3: I saw him um, wearing a watch when I moved it out. <laughs> when, when <laughs> I got a phone now. Yeah. So you, got, you, got to, you got to do more than
2: you that. I, I just is? lay in there. Yeah. <laughs> I moved to Hawaii.
0: I
3: wore
2: a watch.
0: I didn't wear a watch again until the Apple Watch came out. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Like when I after I moved to Hawaii, I'm like, I don't need a watch. I did, who cares? But after that, now, that's, now I wear yeah. watches all the time.
2: The weather outside is, is
0: weather.
2: <laughs> God, what movie is that? Um, it's uh, is it I love forgetting Sarah Marshall.
3: That's what yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. We uh, I, actually, I actually watched it like the beginning of oh, quarantine, and uh, there's so many spots. It's like all like a bunch of spots on the North Shore that uh, they filmed yeah. it. Like where he was surfing was right there on the. Is Turtle Bay on the North Shore? Tur- Turtle oh, yeah. Bay is on the North Shore. That's where they filmed the yeah where the hotel was and everything yeah. yeah
2: awesome movie but yeah for real what a what a beautiful place yeah it but is. no when i showed up there and like i had a rental car yeah reservation right so i get off the the airplane get my stuff go and get a rental car and I'm like yeah i have this reservation here's the number and they're like oh yeah we don't have it <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't need that exact car. And, man, it took this girl 20 minutes to just sort out the fact that they had given away my reservation and figured out that they still had money yeah. of mine to get me a car. To, like, I just couldn't believe. It felt like she was lazy. And I was like, man, this girl needs to get fired from her job because she is drastically <laughs> underperforming. And then everywhere else I went was just yeah, like yeah. That. That's just, just like, the pace. No one's yeah. in a rush to do anything. Everyone's just taking it
4: easy. Yeah. Too, I, I go ahead, sorry. Too much work? Too much work. That's what they say. I still get crap from my friends when we're walking around. They're like, dude, would you speed up? <laughs> would you walk with me? I'm like, I'm I'm sorry, it's the island. I for three years of being out there, I just learned to walk a little slower. If you rush, you just bump it into people. You know? It's like you just take your time getting everywhere. When I went out there from the city or from anywhere, it's Yeah. Uh,
3: my it's thing is, far, uh so. this is my problem. I, I'm I'm I never I'll have nowhere to be. I'm driving in my car, but I feel like I need to I, I can't be in traffic Every someone's driving too slow and I'm like I don't know why but uh, so even even in Hawaii I'm like oh man I gotta I gotta get I gotta get to where I'm going and I'm going to the grocery store and I'm like I don't have a time restraint of what's going on you know but and I think you just get That's that you develop am, that from I, being out here I you got know? shit to do yeah, yeah. No. I don't, I don't want to be stuck in time traffic. is money. <laughs>
4: Yeah, once you get used to driving 35 miles an hour everywhere, you get here, you're like, "Oh, this is fast." Yeah,
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I do like that about Texas—the speed limits.
4: What they're they're,
2: they're fast so that everyone's going 80 miles. Yeah, an hour. dude, it's gotten even worse since the whole coronavirus thing started. Yeah, like I uh, will admit, I did not do a good job of staying at home when there was a stay-at-home order. Of yeah. like, most people were not in the drop zone, right? But I was going out there. Mostly to just ha- regain my sanity, and then also to help you know clean and figure out what we were going to do when where we were going to open back up. Steven had uh, introduced this idea to me of, of being the manager in February. OK, So it was mid-February, and you know he asked me, I took a, w- a week to think about it. And so towards the end of February, yeah, man, I'm going to do it. Like I can't imagine saying no to a, a, an opportunity to improve this place. So yeah, let's do it. Great. And he said, cool, we'll announce it to everybody at the next staff meeting that you're going to take over this role. Awesome. And then the COVID thing shut down. (laughs) And so I knew that I was going to be announced as the new manager (laughs) as we were coming back from this COVID shutdown. So I was like, man, I really got to pretend to have my shit together. I I better be out there and I better at least be real familiar with what the plan is and and what we're going to try and do different to, Mm -hmm. to keep up with what's going on in the world. And so I just wanted to to be out there and be in my in my normal routine. But man, the roads were so empty driving down there. I feel like no one was driving, and the few people that were out there were like, fuck it, it's just <laughs> us, let's go. Like, cops weren't pulling any yeah. people over, so everyone's just doing 90. And then slowly the rest of the state started to rejoin... The maniacs like myself who had been on the road the whole time. It's like, yo, asshole, fucking new guy, get out of the way. We've been doing this. We've been doing this for months. You're really getting in the way of this 90 mile an hour speed limit that we developed. But uh, yeah, no one's one's using signals. Everyone's cutting each other off.
4: I'm noticing that down here.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Not not the most considerate or capable drivers. Most of them, actually.
4: Texas is extremely considerate on the road. Well, what makes place. you say that uh, a lot of people well at least the last time I was here it just people will just move out of the way for the most part out on highways go you're driving in the country quick. though you not true. driving in Houston I am noticing now since I've been in Houston no blinkers a lot of people ride my tail mm-hmm. yeah. yeah
0: if you stay out in the country I do think that Texas drivers in general are very polite very friendly like they pull over I can be going 65 on a 55 road the dude's going 60 and he'll still get out of my way I don't have to go around him. He just gets out of my way. Yeah. But the closer you get to Dallas, the closer you get to Houston, the closer you get to San Antonio, the more
4: assholes people become. That's fair. It's just a city. You yeah, know. It is. Most cities end up that way. Did you, yeah. s- you said most cities. Most cities. What I What do you think I said? No, nah, I'm
0: just leaving it alone. Come on. Yeah, homo cities.
2: I'm like, homo oh. city. What the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? The traffic in San Francisco. I was like, what is I this? am
4: comfortable <laughs> with whatever you want to be, DJ, and I will love you regardless. Man. Uh, I think
2: we're pretty inclusive and in
4: accepting people.
2: Yeah. We are. Scott You're probably
0: A. the only person in this room hasn't who hasn't kissed Adam. <laughs> uh, I, I don't.
4: Can I see the pictures? I don't I, think there's any
2: pictures. There are That's pictures, fair. but it's. I'm pretty sure, dude. I went, I'm, and I know I've talked about this before, and I don't know how to. to justify my own behavior but i went through a phase where it was just real funny to me to just grab my dude my friends by their faces and kiss them on the lips just to see what happens I'm comfortable with your sexuality <laughs> yeah. i like that about you I mean, dude, i'm mean, i into chicks for yeah. sure but i will kiss a dude just to prove the the, the point of there was a, i don't like, know what the point is but <laughs> like, whatever
0: i think there was probably four or five of us at the same time at this dz who had the same thing like at some point nick and i found out we both have this we don't care about this attitude when one of us threatened to kiss the other one in the plane to be silly and the other one leaned in and go and kissed
2: after that like oh you don't care either like okay great this is no longer any fun yeah, well, this this isn't a competition i'm really willing to take to the next level so let's just leave it there
0: adam uh, is the guy i've taken the competition to the next level with when we uh, looked in each other's eyes you remember that moment yeah, man,
3: we don't chicken out.
2: <laughs> no, neither
0: neither do Nick
3: and I. Oh, you guys are <laughs> Nick weird. Nick <hasn't> <laughs> so, so for, <laughs> for anyone just
2: listening, Adam just left the room for a minute and came right back and knew exactly what we were talking <laughs> about. Yeah, never skipped a beat. Somebody got to chap these lips up. Somebody Ooh, said something
0: about something being weird. Or we said something about something being weird, and I forget, somebody said, well, if you guys kissed, it would be weird. And <laughs> we looked at each other like, we've done this before, so we <laughs> kissed. <Yeah>. Game on. <laughs> and then uh, something about, well, if you look each other in the eyes, it would be weird. And we're like... Uh, pretty sure we've done that. Well, no, I don't think we had. We looked uh, at each other. I'm like, let's try, and
4: it was a little that, bit odd. You did that very slow and sensual, yeah.
0: Well, dude, when we did, we we're like, uh, and I'm looking <laughs> at him in the eyes as I do it right now. I'm recreating this moment. Like, I feel you
2: on my. Lips. I can still taste you, Adam. <laughs> it was. You're a nice kiss, good Man, kisser, yeah. I, I do feel soft like, lips. You know, it's the chapstick, bro. <laughs> a number of us have been very comfortable with the with the gay chicken game, but uh, the person who beat me. Was John Barry? Oh, he shut, oh I bet. he shut that right down. When at BJ's, he grabbed my head and l- like I had ketchup on my yeah. on my mouth, and he just full on tongue out licked it all across my entire oh. mouth. I was like, yep, dude, you are you're more comfortable with this than me. He was also a submariner. <laughs> a su- oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He lived on the submarine for yes. I don't know how many months straight of his life, but oh, yeah, that'll, yeah. Do, that'll you, do stuff to you. You got to be comfortable with some weird shit.
4: Yeah, hey, you knew you knew butters, right?
2: No, I didn't. I no. heard a lot of great things about him. Uh, yeah, he, he left when, I think
3: when I got out there, He maybe he just left or
4: something. Well, you, you say
2: butters, and I think South Park, so I, I bet we're not talking Jonathan about the same
4: Martinez. guy. John, John, you're out there. You're the king of gay chicken. never seen anyone take nice. it. Nice. Uh, you two would have <laughs> had a great time. I've never there. seen anyone take it like you, John. <laughs> I've never seen anyone do the weird shit that you have. <laughs> take it like yeah, a man.
2: Nice. So, uh, have you've been skydiving, Adam? Since you've been back here, you've uh, yeah been been working as a tandem instructor a little bit. Yep. Do you uh, do you still have skydiving goals? Or are you kind of putting that stuff on pause for the whole piloting game? Um. Yeah, kind of putting it on pause. I mean, I,
3: I mean, it's all it all comes down to money, honestly. If I if I had the money to be able to fun jump all the time and go to camps, that'd be that'd be great. And the time, I guess, as well. But, uh, yeah, right now, I guess the priority is uh,
2: focusing on flying airplanes more. Um, yeah. And, and you're hoping to make that into your full-time job, flying jumpers? And yeah, planes? but the
3: thing, I still want to stay in, like, I still want to stay in skydiving. I'd like to stay current as a uh, as an instructor. Um, I know I, have, I haven't done any STP since I got out here, but uh, I was doing AFF out in Hawaii and shooting video. I've shot a couple videos since I got out here. Yeah. But, uh, sure. yeah, I, I, I love skydiving, and I love working in skydiving. It's great. It's it's like a cheat code, man, what we get to do <laughs> oh, is on life. That, 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 that's yeah. such
2: a great way to put it. I haven't heard anyone say it's like a cheat code, but, man, that's the that's the greatest way to explain, like, the, just the mental reset yeah. that you get after going on a fun skydive. Like, Neil and I had this experience just, what was this? Oh, man. Yesterday? Yeah, like yesterday. Before? It's
4: the first No Plan Jam. We, we got to light something up, and I've done in a long time. Nice. It felt so good when we landed.
2: Yeah, just, uh. Man, like, the level of fun is is crazy. Yeah. Like, the level of, like, that we are, like,. I mean, I get that we're falling. I get that. Like, when you think about it really <laughs> yeah. objectively, when you look yep, these little people went up in this yeah. <laughs> little flying machine and they jumped out and they're falling. Yeah. But that's the that's the outside perspective of you see people falling. But, dude, on that jump, it's like we're flying people. That's, that's like, the, the dream that you had as a little kid when you're flying around and you're able to do whatever you want, like, that's the coolest thing to me about growing your skill set as a flyer. You know, like, it gets closer to just that that thing, right? Of I can just fly around and move wherever I want right now. Yeah. And man, oh, yeah. j- jumps like that, where, like, especially two ways, dude, no plan two way with someone else that can fly, dude, it's my favorite thing. Of like, I don't have to worry about anything other than staying close to this person and having a good time. Yeah. So, so great. And then uh, I wasn't going to go over to the pond because we had a lot of rain, so it's uh, been okay. kind of muddy over there. And then I saw Neil sitting up and going for it. Yeah it is kind of fun to turn these stupid little parachutes. Let me go. Over yeah, he was like, I'm going to do a 90. And I was like, <laughs> Shit. he did call me a punk bitch. Flip me off in nice. my face. Did I do? Me, that? I don't remember told, this. He told me that he was going to meet up with my mom.
4: <laughs> and then I just uh, went to the pond so that it didn't uh, have to happen. I did. No, I, yeah. I'm glad it was good to see you over there. He threw a little blind man. I liked it. Or not, not, I didn't mean little. Okay. It's fine. I'm small. I, little little. I, I mean, you know, I'm don't take guy. it the wrong way. <laughs> it was a great blind man. But it was awesome to see uh, see him come over there. I was like,
2: yes, nice, yeah. That's dude. When I first showed up here, I was going over to the pond a bunch, and it was like, man, it was cool to, to like the course was nice when I showed up, and um, it was just cool to you know work on um, you know the being being feeling like you feeling like I actually do how to fly a parachute and dragon dragon water and you know how to fly a parachute not uh, not smacking the water or landing in the water at the end.
4: The the pond here now looks really good, dude. It's huge.
2: It's still too big big pond i've never gotten used to the size of it of sit, setting up over water the water still
4: yeah. you, you probably are more comfortable with that because you've got a bunch of beach jumps i bet yeah it, it definitely messes with your depth perception a bit are, are you used to um, it it's uh, not too bad
2: let's say you're landing at the beach Do, are you um using the land for all of your visual reference or are you actually
4: looking at the things in the water i guess peripheral yeah you're using some land but you, most of the time you're so far out over the water it's it's water I'm using a lot of the break. I use the the actual water, the whitewash is kind of a huge a, help. Uh yeah, as a as a good depth finder. Um definitely the horizon. That's kind of always something I use is just the ground rusher as the the ground comes up, I'm kind of using that out of my peripheral vision to kind mm-hmm. of gauge where I am. But if, for me being out that far on the water, I used a lot of the whitewash to gauge where I was. And on those clear days when the sun's setting or Yeah. It's oh, like yeah. I hope I'm getting this right. <laughs> But uh, yeah,
2: let me tell you a little bit
4: of beach. Uh, I'm listening. I am
2: a terrible swimmer. (laughs) I do like I legit like I can swim now, like to save my life, I could swim. But uh, when we
0: started the show, he wouldn't go in a pool. This, yeah, I don't
2: like it. This sounds like a challenge. No, like so. So this is uh, a year ago, I think. I got into the swimming pool at the gym. And like I, I joy I got a temporary gym membership because they had a pool and I was like, okay, I'm not gonna quit coming here until I can swim from one edge of this pool to the other edge of the pool without dying or touching the bottom And so it's like I can I can stay like I don't float very well like I'm just uh most people don't float very yeah, well. dude I don't like negative buoyancy that's the thing and that's me you float dude I'm a little fat so yeah um, oh you do float okay. You just didn't learn to swim as a kid? Well, when I was a little boy, I had really bad ear infections in my ears. So they put uh, tubes in my ears uh, so yeah. the infections can drain out. Yeah. So the first thing I ever remember learning was don't put your head into the water. It'll hurt your ears. It's really bad for you. Don't put your yeah. head under the water. And that really just stuck with me. Yeah. And, dude, I remember, uh, like, in the third grade, there were field trips to the high school that had a pool, mm-hmm. like the swim lessons. It was, like, part of the, the PE curriculum. And, dude, I, I fake sick every one of those days. Because I did not want to go to the pool, like fuck <laughs> that dude. That's terrifying. Yeah, dude, that's dude. I was terrified. That was a huge fear for me. And that just like it, then it became funny. Just like yeah, I never learned how to swim.
0: I always thought it was because every end was the deep end for you.
2: And that's, oh. that's <laughs> true, dude. That's the truth. And like uh, man, snorkeling in Hawaii was awesome. Yeah, because like you go to all these places where it's super shallow and like. My fear of swimming just wasn't, or my fear of the water just wasn't there because I was super fascinated by what I saw. And if I got freaked out, I could just stand up.
4: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to
2: drown <laughs> if I stand up. But uh, going to, uh, we went to, where the fuck was it? Maybe Sharks uh, Cove. Or... Oh, we went to Belize on a separate trip, Sam oh, okay. and I. Not even I close. Like that. that's <laughs> a, uh, well, I <laughs> thought when you were talking about in Ohio, no, like, to you to probably uh, went over there. Hanuma, Hanuma Bay? Hanuma Bay.
4: Hanuma Bay. Yeah. 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 Thank you, DJ. Super pretty. Really gorgeous. <laughs> I try one. to retranslate. Oh, you see, you, he sounds great, but
2: uh, that I was in Hawaii with my mom, and, and that was a super cool place to to take her. But then uh, Sam and I went to Belize for my thirtieth birthday, and. So snorkeling had gone well in Hawaii, so in my mind, like, oh, yeah, I can do that. That's no problem. I'm not going to drown doing that, thinking that we would, again, be on a beach somewhere. But instead of going to the beach, they took us, like, a mile off of the the beach into some, like, middle of nowhere place. And, dude, I was shitting myself on the way out there when I was realizing where that we weren't headed to the beach, that we were going someplace else. And uh, as we're approaching our spot, the the... the the guide is like all right who wants a, a life jacket and i'm like okay cool someone's gonna ask for a life jacket and then i can ask for one right after that and not nope. look like a pussy and no one asked for one so i'm just like okay here we go i'm gonna drown to death for my pride right now because i can't tell these people that i am not gonna be okay without a life jacket so we're getting out there he shuts off the boat He starts, uh, you know, getting everything set up and we're putting goggles and fins on whatever. And I'm like, man, okay, maybe maybe if I just man up and jump right in, this miracle is going to happen. Like this evolutionary thing that's been lost in me. The switch is going to flip and I'm going to know how to swim. Swim, little fishy, swim. And so I jump into the water. And, do tunnel vision instantly. I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> oh and there are two very distinct and separate parts of my brain. One, the part that's actively having a panic attack and I'm about to start drowning. And then the other part of my brain that's super calm and collected is like, yo, homie, you are not doing good. You got to just suck it up for a second and just tell that man up there with the life vest that you need one. And so, yeah, after I flailed around in the water for 20 seconds trying to figure out how to get my lips above (laughs) the surface to get a breath, I was like, okay, can I I get one of those life vests? And then as soon as I asked for one, everyone else was like, yeah, I'll have a life vest. Give me one too.
4: You're a trendsetter, bro. Dude,
2: no, I just was the one idiot who was terrible enough at swimming. No, actually, one guy didn't ask for one until we were in the water for like four minutes. And it swam, you know, thirty Just yards from the waiting. boat, and then he's like, "Hey, can I go back and get one of those life vests? Because this sucks." But uh, yeah, the ocean should, is. A,
4: dude, the ocean's a cruel bit. It's a oh, different yeah. beast than the yeah. pool. man I, I got. It. Did you you went to Cakey's. Uh huh. Keiki's. Oh yeah. Did you ever get out there, Nick? No. Okay, man. Semi trucks rolling up on the beach waves. So you you must have seen those too. Mm-hmm. The the beach break out there. Yes. You, you get manhandled by that a few times, and you're <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> okay. All right,
4: thought I knew, yeah. didn't know.
0: I've got my ass whooped on some beaches in Hawaii, and it's I I surfed for a little bit, and the first time I went out in ten foot breaks, which in you know our minds isn't that big if you've been on the North Shore, yeah, holy fuck uh, a 10 foot break is something else yeah, you, you're measuring hawaii style? yes i yeah, measure from Hawaii. The, yeah, yeah. From the
4: back yeah, yeah
0: yeah uh so do you understand the hawaii measures waves differently than the rest of the world uh, i don't know why they would do that because <laughs> they, uh, they're special they measure from the back of the wave to the top and the, if you picture a wave the inside barrel is much lower mm-hmm. and the back end of the wave is much higher okay yeah so, so I, I moved to San Diego and one of my buddies like yo bro you, you're you from Hawaii I'm like oh, I'm not from there but I came he goes, you surf I'm like yeah man I'm not good but I surf he's like dude we're ditching we're cutting school surfs up I'm like oh fuck yeah let's go yeah, And people
2: really say that surfs up Serves. I forget. Bala.
0: I forget what he said, but quite possibly because this was a group of pretty douchey guys in high school. because like, I got, I didn't end up not hanging out with. These oh guys. yeah, I, I, you fit in with them, obviously, perfectly, right? <laughs> so uh, the guy's like, "Yo, man, it's three to 5 and I'm like, "Oh, three to five's not bad. I, I can, I can go surf three to five in a Hawaiian bro." Came. And he's like, "Hey, uh, you came from Hawaii, right, bro?" I'm like, "Yeah." Do you know what three to five is here? I'm like, "No." He's like, "Dude, you're walking out, man. It, it's one to two in Hawaii. Uh, it's, it's nothing breaks. So ten foot waves in Hawaii." In America, you can stand up in. In the rest, in Hawaii, ten foot waves will crush you. It's a monster. Man. It's fuck, dude. I thought I died in a ten foot wave one day. This is when I first got my nuts. I first like, man, I'm gonna go out there. I have surfed these little breaks. I'm gonna be a big badass. I paddle out with my buddy. Um, I was I was smart enough not to wear a leash. If if you're on a wave that you might not be able to handle, don't wear a leash so your board doesn't beat you to death and you just lose it. Fuck your board. You survive and uh dude i ate shit right away and fought the entire time the entire time i'm swimming for the surface and uh, do you guys you guys have been taught what to do when you get kind of wave uh well what do you tell me you don't swim for the surface because you're getting yeah. tumbled all the fuck around and you're doing nothing yeah you don't realize which way's up or down i fought 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 and at some point i just gave up i had nothing left to fight and as soon as i oh. did the wave spit me right out of it i'm like oh uh, okay, maybe I was keeping myself in. Maybe it was timing, but it whooped my ass. I turned into a guy who went in boogie boards when the waves were anything bigger than that. Uh, it's terrifying. terrifying. Shit. Uh,
4: the two times I thought I was going to die were waves. I, I was sure, I was sure I was done. I was, it's the only time I've ever been swimming in my whole life where I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm out of steam. I need to find a way out of this. Like, I don't know how much I have left, and I just got let go. I was certain if I didn't get yeah. let go, like I'm going to drown like, holy crap, yes. dude, I'm going to fucking drown. Like, what, I never say, thought this would terrifying. When you say got let go, what do you mean? I'll well, just like, the, well, if The wave spit me out. Yeah, so there's you're kind of just caught in that washing machine, right? And if another wave comes, you're going back down. You're going back in the washing machine. If you don't have enough breath to hold, well, you're going to black the fuck out. Uh, but if it just lets go or you get into the right spot where you're not getting pulled back down or just tumbled around, you're able to get some traction. You're able to find which way is up and then you're like oh thank god i mean the, the only time i've ever been in the water and thought i was definitely about to go out was out there <laughs> other than that i've swimming pools and everything but until i went out there i was like i know how to swim uh, Oahu's is pretty notorious for like big surfing competitions right yeah it's oahu and uh what out outer break in maui yeah or uh, really big yeah there's a couple jaws. Other places jaws yeah but
0: hawaii north shore jaws, particularly Bahala. where they were at north shore.
4: <laughs> uh I like the you Surf's say Mahalo ironically. He <laughs> says it. You're supposed to. He, he says it very sarcastic. Oh, very.
0: It's very, very Howley of you. Been. Like the, the pronunciation is like, dude, you're so fucking white, bro. Howley. 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 Yeah, white, boy. white boy. Mahalo. Yeah, boy. I know. I know
2: what it means, but oh, I think Hank's explained Howley to me. Howley and uh Howley isn't like, Rot. Isn't it like uh doesn't it mean like one without a soul or something like that? Well, I don't know, probably they I've never heard, yeah, I've never it's heard it's
3: basically
0: saying white devil, right?
3: Yeah.
2: You're not one of us. Yeah. Dude, yeah. For,
0: yeah, for sure locals aren't happy if they're saying that word more like I went to high I've been school. called a Howley. It's cool so many it's times. It's like an
2: initiation. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a term of intention. Oh, hold on, tell, tell me the situation. Oh, uh, like, are uh, you walking down the street and uh, someone goes, uh, Fucking Howley? Yeah. Yeah, I was riding it's my like bike. That? I oh, was yeah.
3: riding my bike, had my headphones on, but they weren't like super loud so I could hear traffic. Oh, dude, your flat tires? People. Yeah, dude, yeah. my slicks. The bikes. Yeah.
0: Sick. <laughs> I love that bike. Mahalo. Mahalo.
3: Mahalo. <laughs> Mahalo.
0: <laughs> Mahalo. <laughs> dude, I'm just going to start using it. You've inspired me. Oh <laughs> it's
4: on every trash can everywhere.
3: <laughs> but yeah, anyway, yeah, the same thing. Uh, Fucking Holly. You pull out and try to yeah.
4: go slow in traffic. You pass someone that's going slow. Yeah, well, I, I have just, to. You're
3: just it. riding your bikes around, and yeah, the locals are cooking out in their front yard, and they'll they'll yell at you or whatever. But I just
0: ignore it.
4: That's so weird, man. Yeah, they they don't like it. We took their island, dude. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. White I mean, kids got beat up they in high school a lot.
0: Like no shit, there was there was Hapa Day, which Hapa is I'm half, but there was literally days that white boys would get jumped in school so Damn. that's crazy yeah you it's got some lucky heavy stuff uh, i got lucky my mother's japanese yeah. <laughs> and uh years ago i actually had a tan all the time uh, i'll show you a picture of me later on i think you've seen when i look mexican the joke is i grew up a japanese boy i turned into a little mexican kid and now i'm just a
4: white arab dude yeah, <laughs> so. I, I wouldn't have been able to pick right off the bat that you were japanese dude. a little bit now that you told me i was yeah. like oh yeah, yeah that i
2: makes thought you was dude when i met dj white guy 100%. yeah percent yeah white guy yeah. with a gray beard so
4: grayish beard
0: Definitely, Silver Fox. It's starting to get more and more salt and less and less pepper. Hmm.
4: Yeah, Nick, you and I—we're similar ages, right? But you got—you don't seem to have any pe- salt in there. Looking. Oh, good.
2: really, dude? I don't think you're looking close enough. I got—I got some color. I'll yeah, have kind
4: of little... to lick that thing later and see what well, happens,
2: that's, dude. You got a date? Yo, does that, <laughs> does that
0: kid look Asian enough for you?
4: Damn, <laughs> oh, yeah. Just a I wore
0: it before Dumb and Dumber did. Yo, is that Jackie Chan?
4: <laughs> yeah,
0: how you know? <laughs> Love
4: Jackie Chan. Oh, Shout man. out to Jackie Chan.
0: Where I'll uh, I'll show you a picture when I was fifteen. I do. I swear I, I look like a little Asian kid at some point in my life. Lord knows why and how. Um, now you turned just, into a white person. Now you're just another oh, forgettable wow. round. Eye. I'm like I'm like Michael Jackson, man.
4: You grow up to be a white person.
0: <laughs> <So> <laughs> that is
3: uh, wow,
4: Adam. You got to see this.
3: That's <laughs> oh, a good wow. looking, yeah,
4: young Japanese That's fifteen right year old Donji.
0: Fifteen. Fifteen, yo. That's actually in Hawaii. Man. Um, and you man. know what he does. Have you gotten worse at karate as Mahalo. you looked more Mahalo. white? <laughs> I, dude, I do. That's <laughs> that's funny, man, because I actually do. Um, yeah, you can't zoom in on this photo. But the little tan kid in the corner on the in the purple jumpsuit, that little tan kid in the bottom corner,
4: right? Oh, dude, he's got the yeah. marquee mark and the funky, funky. Nice. Things. Yeah, yeah.
0: That was the World Freefall Convention with actually. Oh, uh, wow. Billy that's... Doherty in the blue and black behind me.
4: Oh, I got to come up. See
0: that this. dude? That's my boy, Billy. Man, Adam, I've made, Adam, I'm, I'm checking Adam out Schumacher's
2: that. Schumacher's that. Is right. that
0: a casa behind you? Uh, C130, man. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: Dang.
0: Yeah, Echo Charlie 131. Echo Charlie was that's actually Billy? pretty. Uh, no, no, blue and black. That's Billy right there, dude. That's Billy and Alex O'Connor for you other clowns who know Alex over here. Yeah. Man, so. Nice yeah that that is uh there's a lot of uh, indiana skydiving roots in that photo so that's cool yeah um yeah i grew up to be a white boy congratulations so no okay. i i pulled off uh, you saw the tan there and that was still whiter me than hawaii hawaii I was very tan because you're outside yeah, all the time yeah
4: yeah man i tan disappeared fast
0: Damn. oh yeah because you're white
3: i don't tan really that's, like. that's true if I do, it's like I get a sunburn, and then I have a tan for maybe a day,
2: and then I'm back to Hawaii. Yeah, white. I, I've got glow-in-the-dark di- glow white or lobster red. Those yeah. are the two colors <laughs> I get to be.
4: <laughs> I, I do think that the sun the sun being that close, where, wherever that, I don't know, close to the equator, feels like it kind of just makes you kind of like a mini X-Men, just feel better all the time. Dude,
2: I got the worst sunburn of my life in Hawaii. <laughs> Dude, it was awful. I, gotta,
3: a, I wear sunscreen all the time out there.
2: Dude, I went yeah, fake you know. bacon for a while before I went to Hawaii because I knew I was going to be <laughs> outside. Fake bacon? Oh, dude, hell yeah, dude. I was <laughs> oh, in that tanning bed like a motherfucker. I just never I was, heard the name. I was super bronze, looking good, and I was like, dude, I got the base coat. I don't need no fucking sunscreen <laughs> 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 until I was face down in the water snorkeling for three hours oh, straight. Yeah. Yep. and Dude, blisters blisters like crazy. Because I
0: grew up there and grew up on the beach a lot. I, dude, I didn't wear suntan sunscreen or anything until I was probably it when i went to florida on vacation in the last 10 years was the first time i'm like oh i burn crap i'm i'm a white person now <laughs> this is what you guys use this shit for yeah, take some so. sunbum, the best sunscreens
4: I, I stopped using it my favorite I baked it it smells myself. so good
3: Sunbum? it's called sunbum, yeah mm. it's good do
2: you actually put it on your bum
3: no
0: i i'm not what if you go to like black's beach you put it on your bum
3: I
2: guess you could is black's beach a new beach Yes. Yeah. Have you been to a nude beach? Yes. Been to Black's Black beach. beach in San Diego? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Under the Glider
3: Port. Yeah. 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 yeah I've been there. I've yeah, been there. A lot of dong patrolling <laughs> out there. Dude, it, it <laughs> is. That
2: would be it so distracting. So yeah. distracting. What do you do?
3: There's uh, there's some cool hikes like right like a cool like ridge hike. Wait, are along people there also hiking there? naked? No. Well, I haven't seen anyone hiking naked, but no, they're on the they're trolling on the beach. There's like, uh, I don't know if they're Instagram girls or OnlyFans girls out there like getting <laughs> photos. Of the, of them like how's the your OnlyFans page this? going? Get,
2: I'm getting get my numbers are getting up there, yeah, dude. <laughs> the what is
0: OnlyFans? First what? of all, yeah. dude, I'm oh. a 46
2: year old virgin. What is OnlyFans? Uh, yeah, you, you can explain uh, well, Okay, better, so I only know what OnlyFans is because I'm friends with a few girls who have advertised on their social media that hey, if you want to see pictures of me naked. Go, yeah. to my, go to my OnlyFans page. Yeah, you pay like a monthly like, subscription. Yeah, like a, any girl who wants to be a cam girl porn star can publish yeah. whatever pictures to whatever level of inappropriateness they choose to to do, and whoever wants to pay to see those those yeah. uncensored images can do that. It's the Facebook of Pornhub, is what I'm kind of interpreting.
4: Guess it's a pretty good way, yeah. yeah. So so yeah. can you? Should we start a page? Uh, Two dudes, could. one cup.
3: two dudes
2: one couch here we are dude i got a cup i mean i'm i'm there's a couple (laughs) glasses let's put some more stains on that futon
3: i've i've never actually been on the OnlyFans site because i'm curious if it's more than just like porn on there yeah i've never
2: seen it either i guess you could do anything that people would well yeah well then there's
3: that site that's like you'll hear you'll see like uh people advertising for patreon on their youtube and stuff Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's like similar ish. I mean, because no, Patreon guess,
0: is a fundraising site. Okay. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's, it's really more than anything else. I uh, thought
3: you're like paying them for. Like they did, you like think that they're doing a good job with their content or whatever yeah. and you're
0: paying them for... A lot of YouTube creators, a lot of gamers, a yeah. lot of content creators, you Patreon like, hey, I'm throwing out this this content for free, but hey, if you like what I do, throw five bucks a month on me. You check out other
3: stuff on my Patreon You get whatever. exclusive content. Yeah,
0: okay. And then there are gals who use Patreon as like, hey man, you can see the strip tease here, but if you're on my Patreon, you'll watch me go down yeah. on this cucumber. God bless them. So I
2: feel like that's
0: what uh, um, <laughs> OnlyFans
3: is kind of like okay i think i don't
2: know i don't know i think only fans and patreon are two different things <laughs> patreon sounds like professional and respectable and only fans well it's a porn so, i guess sounds okay, it's like porn side of it check then, out yeah. these pictures of my tits. <laughs>
3: check
4: Which, out my tits i like how you got a pec flex but, in the midst did of it I? Did I? Did. I don't know if it's subconscious <laughs> or not but i saw the arnold schwarzenegger peck flex happen. Ooh, there it is it's nice. Happy. I can't even. How do you do that? Uh, you first of all,
0: you start with pecs
4: because yeah. I can't do it either. No, uh, no. You
0: just Sorry.
2: You just gotta do some push-ups, dang dude. That's, yeah, shit. I like that. I, I do it for Sam sometimes. Look, she gets real excited. <laughs> I can do it too. <laughs> dude, just do some push-ups. You know, the girls in the office have been really proud of them. They've been doing yes. uh, a push-up challenge all month. Oh wow! And I think they're doing two hundred push-ups a day. That's good. well that's, that's awesome. nice. That's yeah, that's healthy. They're gonna that's have so some odd. nice pecs. <laughs> Yo, girl, let me see those pecs. <laughs> dump those pecs out girl okay. <laughs> is all the girls who's involved uh i don't know, I, I, know think, is. I think rachel spearheaded the push-up campaign i've definitely seen chara do it i feel like i've seen stella and casey I've do it as, as well so uh yeah i think most of them most of them tanya it. good for it i don't know good if tanya's me. joined them i'm not sure no but uh man i think any any reason to exercise is a great reason whether it's for with with some friends because you're doing a fun thing, or it's or you're hey, just I, following
0: the cute I, blonde who moved in next door. Sure, <laughs> sure. I was. Uh, I started working great out reason. with Francisco.
3: Going go? to the gym, yeah, it was awesome. I loved it. It's uh, mentally, it feel you feel great, and then obviously your your, your body starts and then starts you start flexing in the
4: mirror
2: a little bit more. Hell yeah.
4: yeah, I got to come work out with you in the mornings.
2: Let's go, man. Um, yeah, uh, I got a giant tire we can flip around. I got some. Some, bumper plays, some weights there's a nice little uh, dip station out there now i got some kettlebells pull-up yeah, bar I get what up time there? are you uh usually seven. Seven. seven i get there and i open the hangar doors and go have my Bud little crank. workout nice
4: i saw him That's pull cool. up this morning when i woke up and i was like i'm gonna go get some coffee I like, Who's I, this guy I, it's, I dude
3: know? i already have my coffee uh, what time do you get up in the morning
2: uh, my alarm goes off at five thirty. Oh, okay, that's not bad. So I usually uh, I get up at like six. I, I came. I've started. Re- I used to always get up old people per- first alarm. Like <laughs> I was just out of bed. Yeah, and now I've started grabbing my phone. Yeah, and because I cause it, check the weather. No, no, oh, okay. I don't. I don't check the weather. I grab my phone and I snooze the alarm and I put it under my pillow. Oh, OK. And uh, and then I have my fingers on the buttons that silence the alarm <laughs> the next time it goes off. So I fall back asleep with my fingers on the buttons. So Sam is asleep right next to me. Yeah. And so I'm trying to silence it real quick so it doesn't yeah. wake her up. And so like and sometimes I'll, like I'll even be awake waiting for it. and I'm even counting down. I'm like five. Like I just have like this built in timer. I know when Uh the timer is about to hit again and I snooze it like quick drama and like it only starts to vibrate. It doesn't even make a sound yet. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I got away with that one. (laughs) Here we go for nine more minutes. And so like the last few days, I haven't gotten out of bed until like closer to six. Yeah. And then I get out of bed and I start doing the weather report. I start looking at all the different forecasts yep. and what are the aloft doing and what's it say on the low clock? See, you'd be does, a great pilot. What does Mark Schultz say? What's US Airnet say? What's forecast.weather.gov say? Well, yeah, start looking at all that stuff and start yeah. compiling the weather report that i will publish at 7 a.m i look forward to you then i don't have to check the weather i like, cool. See, cool i've turned you guys yes. into a bunch of lazy good for nothings no one's looking at the weather anymore except for me
4: and maybe a pilot we were talking about this earlier i love checking yeah. the weather it's a it's dude it's i fascinating. i love to yeah it is
2: i mean it, it's just like the weatherman when he makes his presentation on the news like it's just a guess right and it's like, man, I, I really want to uh, let people make better use of their time than sitting at the drop zone on a weather hold. But uh, when if you work in a job that's super weather dependent, you should give at least a little bit of a shit about what the weather's going to do so that the day that I'm sick or traveling or whoever else has been telling you about the weather, you can go look for yourself and, and have a yeah. good idea. Or you're communicating with students or, or, or whoever else. I've always else. told
3: my students and showed them how to... How to check the weather, what to look for, how, you know, we show them how to check the aloft and everything. It uh, amazes
0: me most instructors don't, though. Like, I have students yeah, yeah, come to Canopy courses, and they have no yeah. clue anything about the weather. I'm like, man, here's some super uh, simple resources. Uh, if you're on the Baseland Student New Jumper page in Houston, the pinned post is links to a bunch of, no, actually, I think we changed it to something else now, didn't we? Uh, but if for, you, for a long time, it was the uh, weather reports. What, everything we used to, to rely on weather, man. It's uh, yeah. teach your students how to check weather. And what drives me bananas is not students don't know how to check weather. It's instructors complain that their students don't understand the weather.
4: Yeah, that's their job, man. <laughs> yeah. Right? Teach. It's your fucking
0: job, yep. man. Teach. So I, speaking Teach. of which, I kind of want to change the tables and flip uh, to Neil, because originally you were the uh, only guest of the show. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, no, dude. it's has no. super cool. I actually kind of, <laughs> I kind of uh, forced
4: Adam to come. I'm like, if you don't come, I will
0: beat you. Dude, I, um, I like this <laughs> environment where we have a couple of homies because it. it's been,
4: this is fun. it's a bro hang. Yeah. Thank you guys very much for having me on. Oh, you're
0: it's welcome, man. It, it's straight up it's a hangout like uh, Matt Peterson and Critter Weiss were here together oh, cool. with me and dude you talk about just a bunch of homies hanging out talking shit about their wives yeah. <laughs> we're, the, we're the three members of the Gold Diggers Club of Skydive Spaceland Nick's trying to join the club but he refuses to get married put a ring on it bitch you can be, a, you can <laughs> hey, be in the club that, that's going to get me instant help well okay, you guys got to introduce
4: me to these uh, extremely uh, I want to be a gold digger come on dude you got to find the right um, woman kid. Uh, yeah, that's true.
0: one of them found an anesthesiologist he's winning hey, <laughs> yeah nice Mr. Mom, critter Weiss, <laughs> Mr. Mom, I love the fella. <laughs> oh, he was so much fun. I'm, I'm glad you guys showed up together. But uh, Neil, I've known your name for actually a while. You and I have a lot of mutual friends, including uh, we're on some groups together with SSK. Yeah. Uh, so we've recognized each other's names, but man, I've never got to know you till today. Like I actually had no clue what you look like. I don't know shit about you, dude.
4: Yeah, no, I, it was awesome to hear that you were kind of behind the scenes on so many things that I've been involved with. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is this is one of the big guys that I don't get to talk to.
0: I, uh, I love the behind the scenes part of it uh nick knows me well enough that like helping others is, is a big motivation for me and seeing other people succeed i like i i realized years ago i can't do shit so i want to make sure everybody else can look good that's the only way i'm gonna be good at this yeah. stuff ride your coattails um but man you have how many
2: skydives
4: uh as of today ten thousand two hundred and twenty-eight. Okay. So I wake I keep, up th- I keep my logs.
2: Still. Dude, he's got a really that's good logbook.
4: Man. Uh, yeah. He, Respect.
2: He, he logs like a new jumper is great.
4: That's more for like for me though cuz I just want to know. So you know?
0: fuck the rules, fuck the licenses and fuck any reason why you want it in a logbook. Uh a buddy of mine, I don't know if you know Heath Richardson. Heath and I spent 11 years apart. We see each other again out of nowhere when 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 did we first meet hold on hold on bro i pulled out my logbooks i could tell you the first time we jumped together that's the first time we met we talked about friends names for an entire two weeks we opened the logbook and the five people that were on that jump whatever happened to adam chamberlain dude he's sucking dick for diet pills right now <laughs> yo dude i got diet oh, yeah. pills
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask oh, you, I, I mean not to mention now i've got uh, nick's nick in my logbook as a, that was probably the first i think that's the first fun jump we've ever done together for sure it was yeah uh, yeah now i've got him you know signed in there it's it's a memory. Yeah. Fuck the word logbook. It's a memory keeper, man. It's yeah. a fucking diary. It's I a, still go back and look at the things and places I was, and it's a, it's a flashback, man. Cheers it's like to a, you, bro. I, back at you, bro. I, I'm a safety Bahala. training guy. I'm
0: a regula- regulations guy, <laughs> dude. It's all about the aloha, the aloha
2: spirit, my dude, friend. <laughs> aloha, show the aloha love. Do, do oh, they man. allow loud laughter in Hawaii?
4: What like what I'm doing right uh, now? Or just I've al- seen that? One. Or just aloha. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> It's just Aloha. Aloha! Shout out to my
2: girl Charodactyl. <laughs> Char- Char- Charo popularized that joke. The Aloha one? Yeah, the Aloha. Yeah. One. I, dude, I saw Char- there was like a meme or thank you for I introducing that, that one oh to God. me. Because you know I love my Char nickname.
0: You don't know Charodactyl? No, no. You compl- yeah, I love you, brother. Thank you, man. Miss uh, Dactyl, she's a lady. So when I know your name, I know your name is a sponsored athlete, and I picture you're a guy who does fun jumps, who goes on angles, who does some video stuff here and there. But I didn't realize you're also a working class skydiver.
4: That's how I started in the sport.
0: Yeah. yeah. Let's be real. Um, most of our friends who are out there shredding, uh, Claudio started as a TI. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people started. I was Claudio's examiner. It was
4: that's a fun story. No shit. Yeah, that's, dude. Yeah, yeah, it shows crazy. you why he's not successful.
0: <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I I mean,
4: me. when you have a different route that makes you similar or better uh, financial opportunity <sighs> to why, shred, I'd rather go have fun and do the same than grind. You know, and and have, be limited by something else. But I oh. started out as a parachute packer. Yeah, years it's, ago. It's a
0: uh, a lot of people who go to that side uh, started here, right? But very few people balance both worlds. Very few people are fun jumpers and shredders mm-hmm. who also are working class skydivers. And I hope you guys don't mind the word working class skydivers. No, it, it makes sense,
4: right? You I do don't. both. Yeah. So keep a healthy balance. So, first of all, how many, uh, what's your ratings? What do you do? Uh, AFFI, TI, uh, Rigger, Video Guy. Jack of all trades, uh, hooker, prostitute, slut for money.
0: How many uh, A F F jumps you have ballpark? Uh, I'd Say around 1200. twelve hundred. The last one was pretty spicy. Yeah, Why? you like that video? Yeah, I
4: didn't get to see it. Check out. I'll, I'll show it to you.
0: Hank, uh, come and ask me a few qualification questions about using that jump. I'm like, mm, sorry,
4: my uh, jump. Yeah, uh, as far as uh,
0: so uh, a little uh, disclosure for the world. What Spaceland? A little uh, insight to what Spaceland does. Uh, at Spaceland, if you come to us as a new-to-us AFFI, you must do a checkout
4: jump. Which I figured out, which you, is very new to me. It's very rigorous here, which I like. Yeah. Check it's this a, long.
0: It's long. Um, you go out and you... First of all, we do a different exit than most people do, so you get a chance to learn the new exit on our checkout jump. Uh, then from there, we see you fly that exit. You have to fly a slot for a little while. There's so much parameter that the examiner's going or the evaluator for this knows. From there, we roll over to our back, see if you can save our life while we're spinning... From there, you redock and you pull on time. Yep. We're on the reserve side from, here regularly. From the
4: other side, pulling from the other so side. So we're going to get
0: you a chance to, to cross-pull. So we use it for partially for training, partially to check out, because I'm not going to say that there are instructors out there who never deserve the rating and they're not worth their shit, but I do firmly believe this. You can say that. There are instructors who actually earned the rating and never kept the skills.
4: That's very fair. Because yeah.
0: you have an AFF rating. Yes. I you were trained for shit. I know that. Yeah, I, I horrible trained, examiner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was his examiner as well. Yeah. Um,
4: that that explains.
0: <laughs> that explains so much, man. Uh, every single one of us were never. We've never been as current with shitty students since we left the course. The course was shitty student after shitty student after shitty student after shitty student. Since then, we haven't had as many concurrent shitty students. So we've mm. never been as current as that badass flying. Uh,
4: you. You keep going, sir.
0: Yeah. No, so I firmly believe that a lot of guys actually can get that good in the course, and as soon as they walk away and they don't stay at that
4: level, they lose it right really quickly. Well, I look at it like a knife, right? You use a knife all the time, and if you choose not to sharpen it, it's going to quickly get dull. You got to sharpen it. Got to keep it sharp. Amen. And it is, it is. I mean, from any one of us could tell you how quickly any skill we have, if you don't stay current, it it goes quicker than you think even swooping for me like i've got a whole lot of swoops and i'll take a week or two off and i'll just feel my edge getting a little bit dull or my rollout a little bit not where i want it to be so yeah i mean yeah if you if you have instagram up there you pull my instagram you go two back and you can probably see that aff if you want to have a giggle i'm the guy who's not filming i showed it to uh showed it to hank and he was like yeah don't show that to anyone i was like what do you mean that's pretty good he's like oh you're the guy filming i'm like no i'm the guy in the shit bro he's like oh great job show that to everyone <laughs> so at first uh, i was like well i okay or even when i got done with that aff i don't know if i've, uh, a, like yep, I've seen it. that one right there yeah you've seen it uh maybe i had to have right yeah it's a fun ride uh charlie right there i uh, spent 40 minutes with him on the ground. We had. Um, Good uh, good uh, arch and a great exit planned, and Charlie just decided to check out at the door. Checked in, then he checked out. Oh, yeah, I've seen this one. Yeah, it's, it was a fun one. Where is this at? That's at uh, Scott in Indianapolis. That's with, what I was going to say. Billy, That's
0: yeah. why I asked. This is an indie. That's I a, recognize that uh, site.
4: And I got a nice uh, reserve side dump over there. So... I, again, I remember getting down from that one, and I was like, did I do everything right? Did I do everything I could have done? Because I've never had to grab a dude by the yoke before. Oh, man. Uh, and it was just, you your know. Your
0: partner should have released sooner. Much my partner, should, your partner, he
4: should have also grabbed onto his arm when he when he left.
0: But, nice. You know, things
4: happen. And that's why that's why they pay us the big bucks to get in there. Was but, your
0: partner not named Rick, but rhymes with Rick?
4: No. Okay. Okay. No, and he's a, the guy. That's
0: who, a that's a pretty good facing two a rollover. That dude, that's I, I respect. I don't know why Hank would say don't show this to anybody.
4: Oh no, he thought I was the video guy who wasn't getting in there and oh. make, and, and helping out. That's why after he explained uh-huh. it, but yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, working.
0: So, Spaceland has has this requirement to do that checkout jump. I forget that's where we were at. Uh, so, you you get to do that checkout jump soon. Um, I I like what you just said. Uh, we do. We just got this a super dope uh, praise. I don't know Nick if you were involved in this message from Ben Nelson. Um, ben Nelson say nice things. Uh, no, no. Ben Nelson sharing something somebody else said. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, one of the things that we do uh, that you, actually your guys are going to go through soon is tandem standard, not tandem standardization, but tandem EP review. As tandem instructors for UPT, we've agreed to do EP review every six months, yep. but most of us never do that. Let's be real. Right. I mean, I mean I'm not going to say anybody does or doesn't, but how many of our friends that we know don't, I'm, I'm positive. Oh, I try to stay current on the, th- the ones
4: that are spicy for sure.
0: Yeah, and dude, every time... I don't care who you are, tandem instructor or fun jumper. Every time I touch my handles, I'm doing it with an intent. When I touch my main handle, I picture myself throwing it out. When I touch my cutaway handle, I picture a malfunction and my direct response to that malfunction in the plane. If I touch my handles, I don't touch them. I actually go through the motions and actions as if I was doing an EP. We should be doing that with Tams. Nick's probably watched me in the plane and laughed at me
2: doing it because he knows my thought process. Um, No, I I mean, I respect anyone who takes – like it's complacency is a really easy thing to come by in skydiving, right? For sure. It's like, dude, I bet you the very next jump I have, I don't have a cutaway. So it's like, how it, it, it's um you know, to bring up the Mard project again. When you know you are going to have a cutaway, you take those procedures way more serious. But when you your last two thousand jumps, you've had nothing but great on heading Valkyrie openings. It's like, oh yeah, cutaways. Those used I used to have those. I used to have one yeah. of those. That's not going to happen again. And it's easy to get into that into that mindset. But no, I. I you know uh, malfunctions are scary especially when you're on a, a highly loaded small cross brace canopy you can get pretty spicy pretty quick and uh you know whether you've recently had a malfunction and that's why you're so tuned into it or you're just someone who's safety-minded or someone who saw a scary thing or heard a scary story and now you're or, or you're uncurrent and now your nerves are turned up a little bit whatever the reason is to take your eps more seriously i think it's a great reason I love it.
0: I love SpaceLand takes it seriously. What you're going to get to do is what Hank just did in Dallas, and it's we do tandem EP review. You've, I think, this, I think I've you've done, done it with, before, yeah. And uh, we are actually currently on pace to make sure we have them every six months at all the Texas SpaceLand DZs. I like that. Cause um, keep everybody sharp. We tried to do it every six months, but uh, the Rating center schedule just really couldn't accommodate that. And uh, God bless the TRC staff, man. I'm. I'm, I'm I'm very blessed because uh, we have a lot of badasses on on the Spaceland and the TRC team. Um, We're looking, we're growing, we're doing more. What is the TRC? The Rating Center.
4: It is the, okay. TRC.
0: The Rating Center, so you see a little red dot that says TRC? Oh, I see it everywhere. That's technically me. I founded the company. I started the company. For 10 years, I was the only guy. Uh, Now we have seven examiners and four or five canopy coaches.
4: Fantastic,
0: Uh, Dude, standardization, I believe firmly in standardization. And that's kind of the point. Spaceland... I love that's Steve has been such a great business partner for me, and he's allowed me to be on his DZs, and he's allowed me to have a large influence. Uh, Nick comes to me nonstop. Like I'm one of SpaceLand's go-to resources for safety and training. Um, Stephen Boyd called me yesterday for something, and uh, first of all, holy shit! I mean, to 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 be Nick, you get this to be such a major cog in such a well-oiled, highly recognized and respected machine, like. It's a lot of pressure, bro. <laughs> like, don't fuck this up, right? Yeah. Um, but I love the standardization, is what you were talking about that we maintain as as a community. And and I love the fact that Spaceland pushes that because if we start at the highest level with a guy with ten thousand five hundred jumps, am I guessing right? Yeah, well some, yeah, 10,000 plus. 10,000 plus. Um, and if we hold this guy to that same level of standardization as we hold the newer guy to, man, it, it, I think it's just fair.
4: Which you should yeah. because, I mean, no matter how many jumps a person has, doesn't mean they're keeping up. Yeah. You, know, so you can go do a whole bunch of fun jumps. I want to get back to that. You have around 10,000 jumps. 10,200, some change. How many AFF jumps? 1,200 plus. 1,200 plus. Yes. That's that's a fair, healthy number of AFF jumps. 2,000 plus tandems and… A, Fuck ton of video jumps.
2: How many uh, AFF jumps as spicy as the video we just looked at? That is probably one of about three.
4: I'd say that happens on, give or take, every 500 Yeah, one in
2: 500, okay.
4: Yeah, yeah. so if you could think about tandems statistically, it's one in 1,000. You're going to have a malfunction. Let's say AFF, you're going to have about one in those in every 500, give or take.
0: (sighs) Uh, Probably about 800 for me, which, I mean, that's give or take. That's right there. Yeah. I have about 2,000 AFF jumps and I have probably about three of those rides yep, yep so
4: and and also this depends on the company you're working for working with and their type of program because a very well rigorous program will normally not breed you that type of student you're gonna solve those problems before that ever becomes a problem and that not that that place has a bad program but that student had jumped in three weeks he was uncurrent and you and he, put
0: your instructor on a 20-minute call with him.
4: Yeah. something. Like, I had a 40-minute call, had never met the guy. He had only done one other tandem and um, had only – I don't even think he had done – he had done his ground school and never jumped. And so they put me with him as its recurrent level one. And I was like, well, this should be a tandem, but whatever. So send it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it got – you know. But yeah. I've had a couple of those, but not many. So one of my favorite things about moving to Spaceland,
0: and, and it, it, it was super simple. I picked it because it was a training center, is – Hey, Neil, here's your student Nick. Manifest when you're ready. There was a gal Nate, uh, who used to jump here named Carrie, and I'll tell her first story because it's horrible, but she got her A license. She competed. She turned out to be a badass skydiver. Her first jump, she literally set up in the door, checked in with me, gave me an account. Ready, set, go. And that is the, like, she froze. The entire sky. I'm giving her signals, no reaction. Yeah, lights like, out. Like I yeah. lean forward to look in her face, in her eyes, and deers in a fucking headlight. I reach out, I pitch her at six grand because I know there's no chance she's pulling. She opened up, never unstowed her toggles. Her parachute flew straight until she <laughs> plowed into the ground. I have never seen yes. a muddier rig. She, you know how we have crawfish ponds north of us. Yeah, she it's fucking muddy here. plowed into one of them oh, fuckers, man. dude. Carrie it Man, I I will never forget her. I trained her for four hours. And Steve wow. Boyd never gave me shit. He asked me. He talked to me. He said, what's going on? I'm like, buddy, trust me. I want to be on that airplane right now. I'm not making any money training this bitch. Yeah, of course. But she needs it. He goes...
4: That's why you're the lead instructor. That's right. I love it because
0: he's told me those words a few times. That's why you're the lead instructor. I'm like, oh, thanks. Because <laughs>
2: Steve's vote of confidence uh, doesn't come as often. Does not come very often. I was just talk, talking. I don't remember who I was having this Steven. conversation <laughs> with. No, it wasn't with Steven. It was, uh, you know, I think it was actually with Michael Fiala about how, you know, how Steve doesn't give out very many great jobs, you know? Yeah. Like in eight and a half years of working for Spaceland, you know, I've gotten probably a legit dozen of them. And every time I get one, I know that it's at least like a six-month recharge of like, man, he hit me with a great job. I must not be doing too terrible. Here we go. Like, let's, re- let's re-engage. But, you know, I like that he doesn't give him out very often because I know he means it. Absolutely, man. And uh, I think a large
0: part that he doesn't do it is he's a uh, much more introverted and reserved guy than most people realize. And also now and today we're at a point in staff where he has a lot of trust faith and confidence because he's got pieces in place he's got team members in place that he can actually trust i mean the manager in houston kind of sucks hey but, i'm still learning it every day yeah, yeah. but um yeah, yeah. so he lets the team take care of that business he's Be- sexy though because i do notice he was a little bit more yeah. interactive with You're gonna staff.
2: Get yourself kissed on the mouth oh shit <laughs> <laughs> full of guys
0: <laughs> four,
4: four dudes one room
2: <laughs>
0: let's go baby we let's got a few cameras let's start our OnlyFans page. <laughs> oh, yes. <base>. yeah what's
2: <laughs>
4: we got everything yeah. so uh <laughs>
0: anyways back to you uh, a few thousand tandems a couple thousand tandems 1200 mm. ish uh aff jumps a bunch of video but you also do a lot of free flying what's your favorite I- I- if i could tell you you could only do this type of jump ever again angle
4: free flying Angle dynamic angles, I guess you know angles into free flying. So if you could get paid the same doing tandems or angle free flying, no question. Angle free flying all day. Which I would really
0: hope. But I I think Hank would actually say tandems.
4: Yeah, Yeah, Hank would say tandems. But let's make my dream a reality, boys. Come on. Yeah. The rating center, new new level. Yeah. (laughs) I'm looking to grow. I'm dreaming big. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm looking to grow. I'm looking to expand. I might be using Gravity Lab Radio as part of that name because Gravity Lab, we're all about exploring gravity. I have a lot of backwards thoughts that Nick knows only uh, very little. Nick's is the only people who knows. <laughs> so
2: who knows? <laughs> 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 don't, don't make me hit that ham horn. You know I've got it. Uh,
4: and I it's got, it's so. Go ahead. i got to install it on this board. I
0: have to. I have a little stupid yeah, board over here that controls everything. Oh, needs. Oh, cool. oh, oh there needs
4: to be one right there. I'll just hang on do it. <laughs> okay. There it is. Yeah. But you know, it's funny that I actually I had heard about this. I, I you know I'd been coming up with names for this and that and things. And uh, Grav Grav Labs is also a, a pipe manufacturer. But um, I had heard about your radio station and didn't really realize that that you were the guy that did it. And I love the name. I love what you do. Uh,
0: Shout out to Danny Fuentes who came up with it. She didn't come up with the exact name, but she actually, when we first started the show. We actually threw out to our audience: whoever can name the show we will give a free shirt to. And she got ninety percent of it, and we just tweaked it a little bit. We couldn't come up with our own name. But
2: my, my involvement in the show was very much an accident. Of like, <laughs> Ben Nelson couldn't show up. <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty much. Place and time, time but, and place. You no, know, no. It's like so. We're both Joe Rogan podcast nerds. Which, uh, yeah, here we go. Make that a third. You know what? You know what we're talking about. Look now. what we're doing right now. So it was like it was, uh, and exactly what I said to DJ was, "Hey, if you do a podcast, I will be the the." Uh, young jamie to he's he's young jamie over <laughs> right there Look yeah, at and him. that's and that's exactly this that's the job that i <laughs> yeah. agreed to right because it's like i'm super comfortable being behind a camera at a computer pushing buttons that's my shit but then you know i did that for the first i don't know s- some episodes 20 ish and then dj is like no i want you to 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 co-host talk the show. more you cr- like dude i don't want to do like a <laughs> dude you're crushing his <laughs> I mean, host it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Over, it's less work over here. Nice. It's like all, all we got to do is all I got to do is bullshit with my buddies. That's okay,
0: dude. True. I've left the camera fucked the entire show. It was yeah, on was the fun. intro screen for like ten minutes. It was on the... <laughs> <laughs> for ten minutes. People watched the logo oh, for Gravity nice. <laughs> Lab Radio, and then there were times where everybody was talking and it was no, no never the right camera. I've and been on me like twice. It, do, it doesn't yeah. matter. Oh wait a minute, I got that. But that's <laughs> what that's what I thought
2: of. Like, man, I want to be involved on a the the production side of a podcast. That seems like the video nerd in me, the little bit of tech nerd, like that seems like something that I could do, right?
4: And we're both editors, so I know exactly. Yeah. What you mean. So you mean. yeah, you know, it what really I is editing like, on the fly, which yeah, I do. No, I'm, shit I'm, watch, at. I'm watching you over here too. I'm, yeah. You know, the nerd in me can't help it. I'm like, what's he doing?
2: Yeah, you, you push buttons to try and make it look good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. And so that's what I signed up for, and here I am, in, on the other side. But back to it. while someone else fucks <laughs> it up. Back, back to what, <laughs> you're he so looks much good better at it. this
0: job than I am. Yeah, I know. Dude, the one thing I I actually like is I can stand. I just realized now I can stand and do this. I don't like sitting. It I hurts. feel I
2: feel like you're talking down to me right it's now. I, I am. feel like I'm in trouble. I, you're, I'm you're leaning the, on the teachers. The teacher's, t- the teacher's <laughs> upset. I was talking during class. <laughs> I, I've struggled
0: because this. You know, this is a motorized. It's a standing desk, and every part of me. I stand ninety percent of my day. So every part of me wants to sit here and.
4: I know why you're standing up. Is the camera showing oh, anything about what's shoot. happening
0: right now? Um, a- actually,
4: standing up for that monkey shoulder.
2: How does this? Ca- how does the shot look?
4: Um, can this they shot see doesn't see anything, happening? but
0: right now you can see these that, guys on the side. Are
4: that is awesome. Wow, Dude, I know I spend the majority right of my that's day
0: cool. standing. I don't sit. It hurts my back. It, it yeah. absolutely blows me away. My back sucks. Um, I have serious back and neck issues.
4: Have you broken anything?
0: Um, I have convert com- Press vertebrae fractures in my back and my neck. Mm-hmm. I have fused vertebrae in my back and my neck. um I have some pinch nerve oh. issues. All I think about Nick is when he's like my back and my neck,
3: my, my neck, neck and, and my, my
4: back. Dude, I thought the
2: same thing. I was gonna start <laughs> like, singing the song after we
4: get off the podcast. We'll talk about all the broken bones we have and yeah, all the messed did, up uh, stuff. Fifteen metal. broken bones, metal parts and H- stuff. Have, yeah
2: Have you ever been body slammed by a Power Ranger? <laughs> Fuck oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah! Nope. So do you, do you,
4: did GJS. you watch the Power
0: Rangers as a kid?
4: Oh, man, all the do you time. you know who
0: the Green Power Ranger is, yeah. Jason David Frank? Oh, he... The motherfucker got... broke my arm.
4: Oh. <laughs> Your the, shoulder, was, right? was it in the tunnel? Was it in the tunnel? No, no, no. no. Let's terrifying.
0: be fair. Him and I... Uh, he, he's who, a, he, wait, who started it? Uh, it sounds in this like case, JD. it might have been him. It might have been me, because he de- he did instigate these problems. Sounds like
4: alcohol was involved. <laughs> no, no just a weather hold. So, oh, that's fair.
0: Jason <laughs> is a severalth degree black belt in multiple disciplines of multiple things. He has his own discipline of karate. And Jason, one day in manifest, says, "Hits me, hit me in the face as hard as you can. I laugh. He's like, no, bro, for real, left hand, my face as hard as you can. I'm like, all right. So I follow suit. I tell the... Guy who has his own karate school, like, let's go. The dude, like a ninja, disappears, reappears next to me with his fist on my face, all but touching it. I'm like, wow. He's like, you want to know how I did that? Yeah. This is how you telegraphed it. This is what I read. This is what I look for. Cool. Remember that. Okay. He sees me like a week later. punch me in the face. I remembered my lesson, so I went to punch him in the face. I didn't telegraph it the way he told me I did, and I watched for the motion, so I moved. But he was somewhere else, and he fucked me again. You did better, but this is what I saw. And for months, we went through this game. He's an MMA guy. I love MMA. Hey, shoot for a single leg takedown. Shoot for a single leg takedown. And anytime I would shoot for it, there's no doubt anything I could get, he gave to me. The dude's a badass. He would like, it's like a a dad playing with his child. That's right? awesome. So he's like, take the single leg. And I would play and he we would hand fight for the single leg. Hand fight for the single leg. And when I could consistently get the single leg, he goes, go for the double. He's in a wingsuit. I'm canopy coach. Or I actually run in a tandem course right now, watching a guy do his tandem jumps. I'm, I'm watching the last two jumps of a tandem course. Shoot for the double. I shoot for the double. As I go for it, he throws into a judo hip toss. He's in a wingsuit. Imagine in a hip toss, your leg actually has to wrap around to throw the weight around. The wingsuit stops his leg. I see it straight down. I'm facing him. He's on top of me trying to rotate me over him, but his leg stops. His weight and my weight fall straight back. If you're facing me right now this way, my elbow is behind me. My elbow hits the ground. My shoulder gets completely shoved out of socket. Tore 70% off of my labrum, labrum off of the shoulder. Fractured my elbow. The humeral head came out, impacted the front of the humeral uh, socket, fractured both of those, tore that all off. My original doctor says, you don't need a surgery. Go to two months of fucking physical <laughs> therapy and every other medical professional I heard said he's an idiot. And by the way, that doctor's a fucking idiot and I'd never go to Texas whatever specialist. If, if you ever want to know, I'll tell you go to Dr. Sitter at uh, Methodist Orthopedics, I'm, or, or, whatever. Um. I finally get an MRI that original doctor says, you don't need an MRI. I had to pay for it out of pocket voluntarily. Thankfully we have a good health savings plan. Um, and when they finally got the review back, I had a second opinion the day after the first opinion. He's like, dude, you need surgery tomorrow. Like so much. So when my scheduler calls or calls, you tell her this, she calls me, Dr. Sitter said this. Like, I feel like an idiot. Oh, let me call you back. Uh, can you come in tomorrow for surgery? Yeah, you need to be here in an hour for pre-surgery. I'm here. I, I don't work, so I had to actually have the whole thing repaired, and my labrum adhered to my my uh, my bicep. So they actually had to tear all of this apart and rebuild all of this back together. I'm o- I'm not okay from it at all. But completely fuck my arm. It was Jason and I fucking around. Who started it that day? It really could have been either one of us. It, it, this went on for a few months of us going back and forth.
2: Well, at least you guys both went and beat up Zordon together after you got back. Dude.
0: Yeah. You know, man, <laughs> mad respect to Jason. I've never had a friend check in on me so much when they hurt me. I've never had somebody be so apologetic, somebody be so nice and so sincere. Like, I mean, just, I, I actually felt bad for Jason because imagine, like, you go get in a swoop contest with somebody with not even an a license, and you whoop them. Don't you feel like an asshole at some point?
4: I mean, if I was actually to yeah, the point that yeah, you I hurt could. them, right? Yeah, that would. That yeah, would, I wouldn't feel good. That's about kind that. of
0: the equivalent. And, and dude, it was we were toying around. It was mutual. I have zero like. We still talk. I I hit him up the other day. Yeah, but like, man. So Nick teases me. I got beat up by a guy in tights. Let's let's be
4: real about yeah. this. <laughs> the Green Ranger, that yeah, that
0: guy. So, uh, the, he actually gave me this before we um. Uh, before he broke my arm, it's uh, a limited edition Power Ranger or Jason David Frank doll. Dude, there's 40 of these things made, and he signed it and just gave it to me randomly, man. Um, Jason, what, a, what a great dude, man. Dude, he's, he's given me so many cool su- little things. Super giving individual, really kind guy. Dude, he's given me multiple limited edition Power. I have a collect- I, I never watch Power Rangers. I'm not a Power Rangers fan. I know you are. Dude, I have multiple I meant- limited edition Power Ranger collectibles. Like, one of 20 one of 40 I have several things like that from Jason because he just is you said it the nicest most giving fucking dude in the world man he's That's the awesome. shit you'll meet him at some point if you hang out long enough heck yeah so uh how do you keep the balance between being a fun jumper and uh, Nick I, saw, I know we're going to be a little bit late I hope you don't mind uh, between being a fun jumper and being a working skydiver how do you do that balance
4: a very empty bank account yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I guess that passion for, I mean, I just, I got into the sport. I got into the sport for kind of the the thrill of it, right? Like most of us did. And more or less fell in love with the idea of flight and uh, just flight in general. And the progression is kind of, I used to be a, try to, tried to be a professional board across snowboarder for a long time. And progression was progression. I am a musician to play music. It's just the progression of things that I like to do like to grow. Uh, skydiving was one place that I found that the, the progression was kind of endless. You could choose a lot of different routes, and there was always something that was going to continue to allow you to grow. Uh, so it really, it's just the, the drive to be better each day for myself. Um, I want to I find new things to do. I liked it, like Nick and I were talking about, having those jumps and just being able to go and shred with your friends. <laughs> I mean, five years ago, I couldn't do that same jump. No way but now just being able to go and let loose and be that close to your friend and do the things you've kind of been dreaming of for years i think that's what kind of keeps me you know going and keeps me driving to go do something new every day so I, that's what keeps me fun jumping really cuz the job itself is kind of what fuels the fun sure and the the job itself is also <laughs> not only just a job it's getting to interact with people getting to see their first experience getting to share that that joy and getting to take care of them a bit and, Know that you had the skill set to take care of them uh, and uh, allow them to kind of walk into the sport and maybe, you know, assist them on their journey and what they're doing
0: one of the hidden i I, I probably should be a little bit more public with the rating center mottos and standpoints but one of our mottos is making dreams come true and for me it's an exponential truth because as an instructor i make your dream come true of becoming a licensed skydiver as a guy getting a canopy course i make your dream come true of getting your b license and jumping out of a helicopter as an examiner i make your dream come true of becoming an instructor and sharing that dream exponentially I think I've told this story on the show before. Matthew Peterson was on the plane one day. We were in the loading area, and Matthew, I don't know if you met him yet. He was there today as TI, Rigger. He runs a lot. I did. did. Matthew whispers to his – I got really big ears. I hear everything. He whispers to his student. see that guy? He trained all of us. There were six TIs besides me. There were seven tandems on that fucking load, and I trained every single instructor. And my ability to help all these – like I let these six people – Take people on tandems, which was a dream. These six people, seven county mine, got to go on their first tandems. The fact that I got to exponentially give back, and that's what you're talking about, letting people live that fucking dream, dude. That means so much to me. It's so funny because if you don't know me well, it's very easy to take me too serious. If you don't know me well, it's it's, it's very easy to think I, I, I don't really care, or know much about you. But if you take time to know me, I think you'll find out my, my passion is really letting people do what they want. If I come to you and call you out for a mistake you made, it's not because I don't want you to do what you're trying to do. I want you to learn to do it well. Because if you're a d- dude, please, I love, I love hearing somebody with 50 jumps tell me they want to swoop one day. Be honest with me. Be real with me. Just don't tell me you're trying to do it tomorrow. <laughs> that scares me. And it's super cool because I actually get a lot of dudes who are open, honest with me and tell me they want to. And because I can talk with them, we can have that productive conversation. But I want to hit something that that you said I really am interested in. Five years ago, I couldn't have done this jump. How many jumps did you have five years ago?
4: 5,000. 5,000 jumps. I've done about 1,000 per year. Let's be real. Up until COVID.
0: (laughs) Nick to this next statement. I have 8,500 skydives, and I'm not the best free flyer. I think a big part of it is currency. A big part of it is I've done too many of the work jumps I have. You said it earlier. If I lose, if I don't use any skill, I'm going to lose it. I need to keep that yeah. sharp and I need to keep that honed.
4: You keep your focus, yeah.
0: How many TIs have we met who want to shred? How many AFF or video guys have we met who want to shred and they just didn't get out there and do it? You're a testament of that. You're a testament of, I don't care if you can't shred at 5,000 jumps. You can shred at 10,000.
4: I'm just another dude, man. But uh, I, I, really, I, I actually had... Uh, you know, kind of the driving force to want to be able to go and do that stuff, you know, and open up those doors. So that was just, I I know a lot of people do,
2: but where where there's a will, there's a way, right? No matter how many jumps you've got today and how long you haven't achieved, whatever those goals are, man, there's, it's it's still out there. I'm a TI. I'm, I'm
0: full time on the DZ and I've talked trash about how I want to be a better flyer all the time. And let's be real. It can be intimidating to have 5,000 jumps and go on and be a complete fool. Yeah. But, isn't that what makes it fun, right? Yeah, yeah. What advice would you give that dude with 5,000 jumps? What would you tell
4: yourself five years ago? Uh, t- spend each day doing a couple fun jumps if you can. Put some time in the tunnel because that's where you're going to get a lot of your uh, sharpness for sure. Uh, I spend a lot of time doing just work jumps, nothing but work jumps. And then I realize that I can either just do that or I can be, I can dedicate some more time to the the progression that I want. So... Go have fun with your friends. That's a big thing. Uh, don't be afraid to mess up because everybody messes up. Yeah, push yourself. Push yourself uh, outside your boundaries a bit. Everybody slips and falls, and you're going to look like that guy that you don't want to look like sometimes in the, in, in the video. You're going to be like, oh, God damn it, I did that. Uh, I l- but that's going to push you to sharpen your things up a bit and, and spend a little more time and energy in the departments that you want to.
0: I uh I was never a good skater. I was I skated a lot growing up and one of my favorite things if
4: you ain't falling you're not a skater. Yeah, so with snowboarding same thing if you're not falling you're not learning. Yeah, yeah I think that's a very good credo.
0: Yeah, it's one of my favorite things about Nick's talk of freestyle, man. If you're doing freestyle and you're not falling over, <laughs> you're not trying hard enough, All man. Right. If you're not eating shit freestyle, if you don't own a camouflage rig, rig because you like to fly freestyle, <laughs> you're not trying hard enough, man. That, that was Got, the, yeah. Gotta hide those grass stains somewhere. isn't that, that yeah. a sexy
4: as fuck rig? I do like that I new mean, rig. Dude,
0: guy. we'll have to get you into the new rig, buddy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, man, I, it, here's the unfortunate part about this show. It's never long enough. Adam, totally did not expect you to be here tonight. Super stoked you joined us. Thanks for having me, guys. Mahalo. 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 Sorry. I'm sorry. Aloha. (laughs) Stealing (laughs) your (laughs) line. Aloha. Dude, Dude. imagine being in Hawaii in 2 full leg cast and an arm cast living in a hotel in Waikiki that's my story <laughs> that is I, I live that life I broke both legs and an arm in one skateboard accident Ow. we were living in a hotel in Waikiki maybe we'll tell that story the next time you guys are on the show That'd cool fuck yeah man we're turning into pumpkins anything you guys want to share about anything
2: nah how, how do I get flight lessons from Adam Chamberlain Shh. going to my own them to them DMs ladies <laughs> What was this? OnlyFans, lanky yeah. string
4: bean.
3: Is <laughs> that is your this? username
2: on? Is there usernames on there? Uh, uh, no, I don't know, know. <laughs> on OnlyFans. I'm not sure. Okay, okay, I'll hit you up on your OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah hit me for, up on my OnlyFans. Flight training. Slide into them DMs. And uh, Neil, what if I want some free fly coaching or some
4: canopy coaching? What do I do if I want to learn all the cool freestyle tricks? Uh, you just come talk to me, man. DM me at the cool man Neil. <laughs> I'm terrible at these things. I'm uh, cool. I'm not good at not a great publisher. Yo, so, so check it for out, man. Me on. I appreciate you. Go guys very to the much.
0: show notes if you're listening to this podcast. I will link Neil's contact information. That way you don't have to feel awkward about this.
4: Appreciate it. And hit
0: it. him up. If you don't know how to get a hold of Neil, you guys know how to get a hold of me. I can hook you up with Neil. I'll tie you up. I'll give you his contact. So if you don't know what the fuck's going on, D Jay that Neil dude on the show is super cool. I want to get flight lessons with Adam. Just hit me up, and I will tie you in with my homies. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite parts about this show is promoting my friends, making my friends grow stronger, bigger. Uh, it's, it's about our success. Dude, you can make me bigger. I can make you bigger, bro. <laughs> Let me just rub on them pants. You get bigger. Five, bigger. Ooh,
2: five foot six. Here I come, baby. I'll tell you. I'm, I bet I'm five five. I, oh, you know, I've never really act like measured with intent to know because that's just a truth that's just too. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. You don't want to know, dude. <laughs> I,
0: you shrink when you get older, I I've so lost half that. an inch.
4: No, no. I, 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 tenders, I didn't know they stacked shit and I, that I've high. I've lost an inch <laughs> <laughs> over the years. You trying to
0: squeeze an inch <laughs> yeah. in on me, dude? My old man, my dad used to always. If you were in the bathroom too long, my dad used to say, "How much you weigh?" Why I wanna know how much to pull out when you fall in. I never got it as a kid, but dad I now get it. I was full of shit. I love you, Dad. <laughs> Mr. P you got anything to share? Play
2: that funky music slightly white boy. Uh I'm called a vanilla Wafer. Nilla. I am a Twinkie. I am a rich cracker. You're yellow a on the
0: outside, but I'm still a cracker. You're gonna do really
2: great on OnlyFans.
0: Dude OnlyFans. Guys and gals, yeah. we're off next week. It is Christmas. The week after. I don't know if we'll be back, but uh go fuck yourselves. Bow, bow, bow.
2: Man, I already put it away. Hang on. Hang on. My mic's still on. Thank you, you brother. Love it, brother. Thank Thank you for being here. We will do this again. 100%.
0: I'm excited. Fortunately, I think you'll be here long enough.
1: There it is.